Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another one. Tony Bruno. You say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper? <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. Oh, hello, all my Easter worshipers out there, Easter bunny aficionados, and all of you people who do something inexplicable every year, is go out on the day after Easter, Easter Monday, to look for stuff that's 50% off. We'll get into that in just a moment. Tony Bruno here. Thank you all for joining us on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, your 24-hour source for all things that matter. <clears throat> as, uh, as what's her name, uh, Frank Gifford's ex-wife, well, the former wife, Kathy he died. Lee Kathy Lee Gifford says, we don't have a lot of time to do it, but we're going to do it, baby. Oh, no, that was somebody else that said that. <clears throat> Luigi's in here. We got a job to do, and we're going to do it, baby. Who said that, Luigi? The great Barry Switzer. Correct. And he actually did it for us live in Houston when we were there a couple years ago. Yes, he did, right in front of our face. We got a job to do. We're going to tackle the problems today like Kathy Lee Gifford does in her song, when you've got a lot to do and don't have the time to do it, luckily we have a lot to do, and we do have three hours to do it. So much going on. The Easter weekend is over. It's Easter Monday. But I want everybody to address this before we move on to the business, yo. And you know what that is. What's that, Tony? The things that we do to save money. And everybody does it. You don't have to be cheap. Right? After Christmas. Christmas happens the day after. What does everybody do? Besides Rush out take, to return stuff. <laughs> yeah, other than take stuff back that they yeah. really don't want. I loved it. Where are you at? I'm at Cherry Hill Mall returning everything you got for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tradition unlike any other, like the Masters. But we go out and look for things that are 50% off, 75% off, right? Right. And it's like decorations or like after Passover or after Hanukkah. You know, the dreidels are on sale. And so people go out and they figure, I'm not going to pay for it the day before. Even if you don't need it, it's like I'll get a new one for next year. Because it doesn't matter whether it was last year's model, you know, whether it's lights. So people do that at Christmas. They do that at Thanksgiving. But mostly people don't go out the day after Thanksgiving to go buy, like, turkeys and, you know, uh, decorations for their tables. No. They go out to buy uh, stuff for Christmas because they think they want to go out and get a better deal on Black Friday. But the one holiday that makes no sense to me, well, two of them, Valentine's Day. You're going to go out the day after and get roses that are almost dead or chocolates? <laughs> Well, the chocolate's what? probably okay. Yeah, but that's, that's side piece day. Everybody knows February 15th is side piece day. <laughs> or especially if you didn't see your significant other right. and you're guilty and you knew you weren't going to see her right. on Thanksgiving Day, I mean on Valentine's Day, so you slip out the next day yeah. and maybe those roses aren't as crisp and fresh as they were, 
but they're still there, and you like you forgot. Or maybe you gave your wife or girlfriend one, and then say, "Hey, tomorrow I'll slip out and get the uh, the Gumad one." Yeah, but that Whitman Samper <laughs> sure goes down smooth, just like any other day, Tony. Doesn't Robin? Does it not? It still tastes the same. It Absolutely. tastes as good. Well, it, if it's been on the shelf too long, though, then exactly, it's like and that's my what point. That? That's my point about thank, about the Easter. It's like people running out to get peeps. I know, I know. Peeps become like calcified. They become mummified in a couple of weeks. Why would you go out and buy peeps unless you're going to eat them all in one sitting? I know. Or within a week. Why would you buy any Easter chocolate that's going to go bad unless you eat it? Unless you intend to eat it, like 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 um. Halloween. Yes. You know, everybody saves candy. Or if you get, you buy a lot of candy to give out to the kids and then a lot of kids don't come and you're stuck with it, what do you do? You freaking eat it, right? Yeah, but the thing is, though, is that, you know, the candy, you could always put the Halloween candy in a bowl, right? Exactly. Like, have people just pick it up, like, when they're at the house. Like, there's nothing wrong with someone grabbing, like, a bite-sized Snickers or a Exactly, Reese's yeah. But it looks a little weird having Cadbury Uggs in, you know, in July sitting around in the, uh, on the coffee table. Well, there's nothing wrong with having a big bowl of Robin eggs. Exactly. Robin eggs either, yeah. Robin had her eggs yesterday. Did you? Yeah, but they were they weren't they weren't fertile oh, at least. Okay. Thank God. Yeah, mental model. Ain't no more. got time for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus, not even Robin. Talk about dried up chocolate. Oh, <laughs> oh. Hey, oh. I can do that. I'm saying it about myself. I got it. I already took care of it. <laughs> That's a good one right there. Thank you. Thank you very Double much. Double I had on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to all of our new followers on Twitch. Twitch.tv. Bruno Nation Live. If you've been on the channel, you know how much fun we're having. And the other thing you're seeing that Robin has done with all of her hard work, we hadn't done shit. He just shows up. I was working. No, but I'm saying Robin's doing a good job of keeping content going because, you know, the channel's a 24-7 channel. Keeping content going. I, I do a show, too, you know. No, I'm but work. I'm saying that when we're not on, on weekends or other times, people go to the channel and say, why isn't it? So now we're running old shows and rerunning right. shows. Oh, really? Is that what, is that what we're doing? So yeah. when nobody can be on there live, whether it's us or Luigi, Luigi or anybody else that might go under the Tony Bruno, uh, Bruno Nation umbrella, um, I have the ability to rerun old shows. Correct. Now, most of them are dated because, you know, we talk about things Obviously. that are happening that day, but there's a lot of other content that you may not have heard. Like stories that we do today, uh, you'll hear on other shows tonight or tomorrow, and that's fine because the, the Kate Smith story, which I'll get to in a second, you know, that was a big story last week because the Flyers decided to cover a statue. If they hadn't covered the statue, which I suggested on Friday, and just taken it down quietly, it wouldn't have become a big deal, right? Right. The Yankees announced it and then went away quietly, so to speak, but the Flyers have to have a drape. And by the way, I have the Shroud of Kate <laughs> in my possession. I love it. Do you see it? I, no, I, I love it because of the where fact. Where did I put it? I want to make sure everybody sees that I took uh, the shroud. I don't know where you put I, it. I, I see you post it on social media, and I was like, no, he didn't. No, and then, and then you, when I called you on the phone, you're like, guess what I got? I'm like, I can't believe you have that. I called my buddy. I said, I said you know that shroud that went over to Case Smith's statue? He goes, he goes, yeah. I go, you know Bruno, right? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, he has it. Damn <laughs> I'm, like, it. I'm like, what the? And I can authenticate it. Unlike the Shroud of Turin, which has gone no. through so many forensic examinations, whether it was the the shroud that was on Jesus' right. face after they took him from the cross and his face is imprinted in it. That's been analyzed more than Luigi has the last couple of years. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I've been more than once over. But people, so, people have been asking, are you going to put the shroud, the shroud over the Rocky statue? Yes, I am. I'm saving that shroud for good reason. I could put it on eBay, like, sort of like a Tiger Woods rookie card. But I'm, I save, 
And I'll, I'm going to explain this, and we're going to play the video, too. And I want to thank Philly.com. I want to thank the Chicago Tribune and all the other media outlets who went with my video that I posted. And again, why did I do this? You're probably wondering. People are giving me a lot of crap. This is, what, this is journalism, folks. I'm not an everyday journalist. But so what happens? So the, the, the statue gets covered. It's ridiculed all over the country because it looks stupid, right? Putting a, 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 a shroud over any statue just brings attention to the fact that the... And so Philadelphia, which already has its share of, of people ripping it all over the country for idiocy, and then the Flyers organization, and it's not really the players. I don't blame the players. I'm sure a lot of people who work in the building uh, don't think this is a smart thing to do. It's on public display. Cher was in concert the other night. Luigi went to a, uh, a, a tractor pull. The monster truck. Monster truck. I got my game. tractor pulled after, but it was the well, monster truck first. That was the undercarriage. Did you get that baby all washed clean. up and clean real good? Yeah. So they had a tractor pull at the Citizen, at, not at Citizens Bank Park. They had that at the, the Eagle Station at, the Link. at Lincoln Financial Field. I showed the Link all year. I'll tell you that right now. now. Did you get, was, uh, was the grave digger there? Grave digger was in the house, but Bigfoot wasn't. Bigfoot wasn't there. No, they retired Bigfoot. I was like, what the hell is going Sons on? But, but Grave Digger was on point, bro. But the thing is, the Grave Digger was, Grave Digger was on, on point. point. <laughs> he was on point. The one sad thing, though, is that, is that they no longer crush cars. They don't? No, now it's all about... Is that politically incorrect? I think it's politically incorrect because so if 83... They, if, they, if, they, if they, like... What happens if they put, like, all Priuses that have batteries that are shot and they don't want to dump them in the ocean because there's no place to put all these bad batteries. It'd be a good place for them. Yeah, exactly. Just run off. So what do they crush now? They don't crush anything. The one thing, well, they, they do jump over a dumpster, which is pretty cool. Well, who doesn't? But now they uh, was it on fire, by the way? The no, dumpster? it was full of dirt. <laughs> but what they do is they play, uh, they do like spinning tricks now. These things are doing like, uh, like they're breakdancing with the monster truck. Big trucks. deal. People do that on Delaware Avenue every with Saturday. monster truck tires, though. Man. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you know what the difference is between a monster truck and a rental car? The insurance? No, there's what? certain things you wouldn't do with a monster truck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> In other words, so you rent a car and you just treat it like exactly. crap. No, I you, got you. You take it off road. You do all that cra- crazy shit. Anyway, Luisa, Luigi's there for the monster truck jam. Do they call it a jam? It's monster truck jam. And Pat or do they call it the John? I no, mean, no. do they change it from jam to John now? No, you got to go to Philolini to get that shirt. Monster <laughs> truck John. Patty Tyson Perk says, Bigfoot is still out there, but doesn't run on that circuit. Oh. He's on a different circuit. Oh, he's on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like conferences. It's he's like in a different the, conference. It's, it's like NASCAR. has the, And then they have the NASCAR truck series. Right. And the right? Winston Cup series. And the, well, no, the Winston Cup's been gone a long time. They've changed the name more than, the, than stadiums changed their names. It started out as the Winston Cup with the cigarettes. Then I believe it became the Nextel Cup. Then the Sprint Cup. And then the, uh, I don't know what it is now. It's, it's, like, it's like golf. It was, they called the, the Seniors Tour, remember? The seniors, yes. Then they thought Seniors was offensive. So they changed it to the Champions Tour. Because Champions sound. Seniors, forever, right. Seniors sound old. Because technically, over 50, you can be on the Seniors Tour in is golf. Is that right? Yeah, you have to be at least 50. And there's a lot of guys who can still play on the Seniors Tour. Hell yeah, they tour. can. And they go back and forth. They make appearances on the PGA Tour because the older guys at the Masters who, you know, who won before, they're not playing every week, but they play on the uh, Champions Tour. Bob from BF says it. Two girls in a cup? Is, is that what it's called now? <laughs> <laughs> it's called a Mitch Cup check. That's it. And somebody comes over and tries to bang you in the balls. And then, boom, you say, cup check. It's like the Stooges when, you know, whenever Mo yeah. would try to go over there and you block the two fingers in the yeah, face. Like you got to do it like this. I am happy to say that I have never, ever been tempted to watch that video. 
Which, Which one? one? The two girls in a cup. It is stupid. It's stupid. It's disgusting. It is. It's soft I, I don't need that in my brain. But I really just, don't. It's not hard. It's not Pornhub or what are the Red other tube, ones? Red tube, hamster tube, Red tube, X ham- tube, X tube. I don't know. Let's let's not even talk. But about you were talking about Kate Smith and the shroud, Tony. But you have. And I'll try to locate it. Well, it's wait. We have the video. Okay. So let me set this up. Okay. So I, I mentioned Luigi going to the monster truck and my my niece going to the Cher concert at Wells Fargo Center because Cher was in town over the weekend. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. Was that the same night of the monster truck? It was Saturday night, right? Yeah, I, I sat there. I, I said, Cher just sold out the Wells Fargo Center. In other news, today, we landed on the moon. <laughs> I'm like, why is Cher here? And she's coming back in August. In is case she you really? missed her, yeah. She way, still looks freaking amazing for 72. Well, you know. I mean, you she's had, very well preserved. I get that. You had of dollars and just had work. No, fact, because there are a lot of... If you could turn back time, you would too. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. But I'm just that there are other women, older women, who have had a lot of work, who could pay for it, and they do not look as good. But remember, you're seeing Cher from a distance. With all due respect, I, God bless her. She's a great talent. Phenomenal. And all that other stuff. But my niece, I was saying my niece, who's how old is she? 26, 27 like that, yeah. now? She went to that? She went to that uh, with friends. You know, the it only people who got to... a party. I mean, let's be honest. Who, who goes to share concerts? Yeah, she said she, said, um, she was surrounded I by... I said, was it all girls there? I asked uh, Nicole, my niece. And she the... said, and she said, no, no, it was um, mostly middle-aged women and the gays. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything no, wrong with that. No, but we know, she knows what her, her demographic Absolutely, is. Absolutely, and there's nothing wrong with no, that. No, there's nothing. And, uh, I mean, one of the other, Barry Manilow... Cher and Barbara Streisand mm-hmm. and uh, Bette Midler. Bette Midler, I was going to say Bette, Bette Midler. Midler. Those four are hugely popular in certain demographics. I believe all the women, of, <laughs> all the members of the LPGA always go to those events, yeah. uh, too. But those let me tell you, too. I also love them, so obviously I'm gay, too. But you know what? They, uh. If you ask mo- the majority, like, what, what, what's on the bucket list? Well, I got to go I gotta go climb Mount Everest, and I got to see Barbara in concert. <laughs> 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 <That's exactly. laughs> So anyway, so Luigi's at the Monster Truck Jam. Vroom, vroom. My, uh, my niece, Nicole Khaleesi, who's not related to anybody on Game of Thrones, by yes. the way. That's incredible. Is that amazing? That's amazing. I didn't even realize it because I never watched Game of Thrones. And then I there's did. a Khaleesi I, in there, I right? I told you that years ago when I first started watching the show. Is that show. a last name or a first name? She goes by, that's her first name on the show. Khaleesi? Yeah. That's is actually, she good or bad? Is she the blonde her, chick that's like it's the, having sex? Apparently so, there was a lot of sex on oh, Game of Thrones. Oh, there's always lots of no, sex. No, but last night apparently it was like... Boku sex. More than usual. I don't know. I didn't a, watch. I don't want to have a spoiler alert here, but there was sex on Game of Thrones in case you missed that it. That is not and a spoiler. Robin didn't so, even watch it last night. That's how shot we were after going the, to my um, sister Gina's house and seeing my mom and my family and having a beautiful Easter dinner. So her real name on the show is Daenerys Targaryen. Right. But she earned the name Khaleesi when she married Drago. Not Drago from the Rocky movie. Not Drago. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyway, so everybody's Who is down. Who Jason Momoa? Exactly. Who played by Jason. So Momoa. everybody's uh, down at the Wells Fargo Complex, Xfinity Live, paying seventeen dollars for a beer, and trying to pick up chicks in the PBR bar. But there's nothing wrong with that because they're basically an assless chaps on a mechanical bull. Why wouldn't you want to hook up? Although they really don't give a shit about but you're you. You're not getting with money. the performers. No, no, exactly. Well, well it depends well, on who well, you I mean, are. Hey, listen. So anyway, so I asked Luigi. And I asked my friend, is, was, the, was the Kate Smith statue still up on Saturday night? Because you can see it when you're right there. It was the first statue in Xfinity Live, the, the sports complex similar to Glendale Glitters in Arizona and L.A. Live in Philly. It's a bar complex, cool stuff. People hang out there before the game, after the games. 
And so the Kate Smith statue, they have this little walkway with multiple statues. Not the one on the front on Patterson Avenue where you go by Xfinity Live. Right. You have to go around the backside, and then there's that walkway from the stadium complex over through almost like a concrete walkway going into Xfinity Live from that side of the parking lot. And so they have the statues there. They have, you know, it, the Joe, uh, Joe Frazier statue is right in front of the entrance on Patterson. So I didn't even know where the Kate Smith statue was. That's how often I go to Xfinity Live. So, I'm wa- so I decide, well, people are telling me it was up. I said, I had a sneaking, I actually woke up early Sunday morning for no reason because I was tired. And so while I was up, I'm like, I wonder if that statue was, st-. I had a feeling that something happened. I had no, in- I'm not like CNN where I got tipped off that at dawn there was going to be a raid on somebody's house with 72,000 police officers and, and FBI agents with guns, you know, and, 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 and uh, SWAT teams moving in. I just had a feeling that today's going to be a good night. But anyway, no, so I wa- Robin didn't even know. I woke up and I couldn't sleep. But it's not because I was thinking about the Kate Smith statue. I was just thinking about a lot of things. So I said, you know what? It's a beautiful Sunday morning. It's Easter. It's too early. I needed to go to Acme anyway to get some accoutrement for Easter. They need to get an Easter cake. You know what I mean? I had the Easter bunny cakes and some stuff to bring over to the family. So I said, well, I'm going to the Acme. It's not that far to the sports complex. Nobody's on the road. It's per- pretty much deserted. So I drive down Broad Street, Patterson, I go by the Xfinity Live, and then I turn on the first street, which is the street that goes behind, in front of Lincoln Financial Field, and there's the entrance to the parking lot where people park for Xfinity Live. And right. nobody's there. I didn't break down any fences. I didn't have to climb over barbed wire. I just pulled in. So I get out of my car, and I get my phone. I said, I want to go see where the Kate Smith... So I'm walking around the front of the building. I don't even know where it is. So I walk around, and I see some dude on a bicycle who's, like, going through trash cans looking for bottles and cans to pick up so he can make some money recycling. Because the city's not going to do it anymore. Correct. And, of course, every night after any event, the parking lot is strewn with beer cans and beer bottles. And then they eventually clean it up. But people go out. They know people are going to go out there and get the bottles and put it on a big plastic bag and take it over to recycling. So there's a guy there on a bike, and he's running around. I said, I wonder what he's doing. So I asked him. I said, do you know where the Kate Smith statue is? He had, he had no idea what I was talking about. He didn't give a shit. He wasn't right. there for, to look at the statuary. So I go around all the way around again, and then I finally get to the corner, and I see in the bushes, because there's a fence there, and there's these statues that line the fence. Right. And there's a sign that says, uh, please do not walk on or touch these Comcast uh, statuary, whatever they called it. It's like a sacred spot. Okay. And then I see the black shroud thrown over the fence in the bushes, literally in the bushes. And I said, holy shit, that's, that's the shroud that was on top of Kate Smith. Somebody took it off and threw it in the bushes. And then I saw the pedestal, and they had two of those barrier things you know you put together to make the fence. They had those crisscrossing to keep people off the now empty pedestal where Kate Smith once stood. I never even saw the Kate Smith statue in all the times I've been out there, which is not very much. So I grabbed my camera and I put my reporter hat on because this is a story. Yeah, I'm not trying to make shit up. You know, everybody's still running with Kate Smith statues. Uh, so I said, I'm gonna go get it. It's gone. I was, I was stunned, but, but I had a feeling something happened. And because when, when this stuff happens, when, it, when, the, when the outrage is so strong, like people saying, that's just stupid. They have a, your spidey tenses. Yeah, my spidey sense. I didn't have to tingling. look up and see a bat signal. Something, dawned, something just had told me that if they were going to get rid of that statue, 
They wouldn't do it the dignified way. No. They were going to do it in the darkness of night. Like most Weagle or like like uh, like they did with the with the Baltimore Colts when Jim Ursay brought in the 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 moving trucks in the middle of the night while nobody was watching and took the Baltimore Colts and moved them to Indianapolis. You remember that? Absolutely. It's a big story. Jim Ursay with the moving bands. So I'm thinking Bill Belichick was a I don't put anything past the scumbags in this city who run the city of Philadelphia, who run Comcast Spectacore who run NBC Sport. Comcast runs the city. They got two massive towers. I've already canceled them. Again, this isn't a political thing with me. You know, we had Comcast. I like Comcast. The remote controls are better than Fios. But we had a lot of problems and with Comcast. Just for the yeah. record, for all of you stupid people that assume stuff, this is not about Tony supporting somebody that is quote-unquote well, racist. I'll get to that in a minute. But let me, so that's, okay. what do I do? <clears throat> so I have my cell phone. I got my keys. I got my cup of coffee. I'm going down to take a little ride in Southville. I want to go past by, by, by the parks, gambling facility there, you know, and then the, with the old Holiday Inn, which has been torn down to make way for a new casino. And I know my city. I grew up here. This is my town. I run this city. So I go there, and I'm looking for the statue. I see people. Then there was a big... So I see the statue's gone. But before I start taping, <clears throat> there's this big <clears throat> storage container, like a shed, in the same parking lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, the statue's gone. Before I started taping, I said, where would they have put it? So I see that there's a lock-off on this big sta- I felt like I felt like Geraldo Rivera Get ready. <laughs> going into Al, Capone. Al Capone's vault. And I, I, be- I felt like I was, I was getting ready to win a, a best documentary investigative report. I felt like 60 Minutes was going to call me at any moment. David He's Price, like, 913, wants to know if you had a press card stuck in your head. No, I, did, I didn't have my fedora, or I would have had that little press card in the top. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go. I, I didn't go incognito. He's like Nick Cage in National Treasure, <laughs> about to find out this Siebel of the City of Gold over here. So I'm sure they got all Comcasters, all the cameras out there <laughs> looking at me. And I wasn't doing again. I wasn't breaking and entering. So there's this big storage facility there. It's like a big shed. Yeah. But it's got the double doors with the padlock, and the padlock was loose. And I'm thinking maybe they stuffed her in there. Maybe they took Kate. And then slammed her in the damn... Nobody stuffs Kate in a box. You're damn right. Nobody puts Kate Smith in a box. Uh, what's in box? So I'm thinking, where would they have put her? I just had that. Uh, exactly. So, so, again, my instincts as a journalist. Because let's be honest. This isn't the biggest story on earth. We have people slaughtered in Sri Lanka. Exactly. I'm not putting this higher or more important than anything else. Mm-mm. But since, like, NBC Sports Philadelphia, owned by Comcast is like 250 yards away from this statue. I'm thinking maybe they went over there and got some video. So I look in the shed. I open the door. I'm looking around. And you know what happens? There's nothing in there. Kate wasn't in the shed. But then that's what you do, right? You see reporters, investigators. What do they do? Sometimes you open something up. You're looking around. You're saying, right. I wonder if they just, like in the darkness of night, after they cut her off the pedestal, they probably stuffed her in that shed there and forgot to put the lock on. Right. Right. She wasn't in there. So then I'm thinking, all right, well, she's not here. The lock wasn't broken, though, right? No, no, it was, it was just hanging there loosely. And I took and I opened it up. and I didn't go inside. I didn't trash the place. I didn't set fire to it. I was just being a reporter. No, five I, W's. Who, what, when, where, and why, right? Yep. I, what I meant was, was if, if you noticed that the lock had been tampered with no, prior it wasn't. to your no. arrival, maybe it, someone took the it, No, out. it looked like the night before, whatever they put in there, you know, storage stuff. 
whoever was supposed to lock the knock didn't lock it. Right. So I'm thinking, oh, wait, look, there's an unlocked door. Maybe they – because remember, this is done in the middle of the night, this taking the statue down. So I see the shroud. I open the thing. Then I start rolling, and I take my phone out, and my journalism background kicks into high gear. And let's go to the tape that I taped yesterday morning around 9-ish. 9-ish. I had a Danish, and then it was 9-ish. <laughs> I didn't have a schmear. I couldn't get a fresh bagel. So I said, hey, happy Passover, happy Easter. What the hell happened here? Let's go to the tape. Car. And this is what, this is what the Flyers, NBC Universal. And as you can see, she got sawed off and removed. Good thing they did a nice job cleaning off her pedestal, though. They did a nice job, didn't they? Congratulations, Philadelphia Flyers, NBC Sports Philadelphia, Comcast Universal, and all of the other nitwits who think that this is great. A woman who raised millions of dollars to help America beat the Nazis in Germany, and now because of a song that she sang in 1930, this is what Philadelphia looks like this morning on Easter Sunday, 2019. And as you can hear, as I'm doing this, there's a couple. Now, there's a guy on a bicycle who's like, he, he's saying to me, hey, I, was, I, drove, I, you know, I run by here. It was a guy who was a runner. He says, I run here, past here every morning with my dog. And I noticed it, too. I was here yesterday. It was here. And so, what are you laughing at? Bob from BF says that they keep Flyers winning seasons in that shed, and that's why it's oh, empty. Oh, the Stanley Cups weren't there either. No. They weren't. And listen, nobody's a bigger Flyer hockey fan than me, Not right? Anymore, no, you're like... One of the only sports radio hosts here in Philadelphia that loves talking about hockey. Exactly. And now the same. Here's hockey. the best part. The same hypocrites on the radio who now work for Comcast, who used to rip Comcast, who used to rip Comcast Sportsnet because they wouldn't get hired and they were jealous that they weren't on the show, are now working for that company and kissing the Flyers' asses. But that, these are the same people who hate hockey who won't talk about hockey on their shows. I've been following the Flyers since the first season the Spectrum opened in 1967. Now, I wasn't a reporter yet, but I was a fan. I would watch the games on black and white TV at a corner, the ones that were televised. So I've been a hockey fan since the, since the expansion in 1967. I started covering the Flyers in 1970, and I went to every game at home, all the way through the Stanley Cup the, the two Stanley Cups and the attempt to win a third one in 76. They were going in hat trick in 76. I sat there. I sat in the press box for every game. And then when the playoffs came, the, the reward I got from the Flyers organization, I had to go all the way up to the, uh, the rafters and sit up there with people that had no business covering hockey while they put some guy from the Flin Flon Gazette in my seat where I had my own line and my own telephone to call in live reports at night. But I didn't get mad at the Flyers. I was still not only a fan, but I was a reporter. I was doing my job covering the games. I went to Buffalo when they won their second cup. I was there when they won the first cup. So nobody loves hockey more than I do. Not just the Flyers, the sport of hockey and the players who are the most down-to-earth athletes you'll ever meet. So this isn't about the players. I don't hate the players. Correct. I don't hate the game. I just think that the problem with this whole story is not because I want to feel sanctimonious and, and I love the people who are coming out and saying, you, so you support a racist. No, I don't support a racist. You know why? Because you have zero proof or evidence that Kate Smith is a racist. You only say Kate Smith is a racist because that's what they're telling you to say. There's one activist in the city, which I found out over the weekend. 
There's one activist who is an absolute fraud and a criminal who, who, who put this in the flyer's head. He did the same. It was it's not a whole bunch of people. One guy, one guy in the city decided that he knows he can get the flyers in Comcast to jump. All he has to say is, how high do you want me to jump? And they'll bend over. Comcast, because obviously they got clients. They've got billions of dollars spent in this city putting up towers, charging people gazillions of dollars for cable. So they don't want one person canceling their season tickets because one guy with an agenda to try to make the Flyers look racist, to try to make Kate Smith look racist. So the Flyers get this call. It's like what Jesse Jackson used to do. Jesse Jackson's one of the biggest shakedown artists on earth. He's not even, Al Sharpton is, Al Sharpton is is a proven race hustler, hoaxer, criminal, tax evader. But he's still looked upon as a civil rights leader. These guys aren't civil rights leaders. They're race hustlers. And they play to the weaknesses of people who want to, will take anything they throw, any raw meat they throw out to them, they'll jump on it. You know, the Reverend, and I've interviewed Jesse Jackson many times, and I respect him. But what he does, when he feels that a corporation is not, doing what it should do. He will go to the CEO and say, you don't uh, do what I say. He would shake them down for money so that they wouldn't go out and, and, and so they, they would keep quiet. Right. So this is this guy who... So this guy who's doing this now with this Kate Smith racist stuff from the 30s. And by the way, Paul Robeson, who has a mural here in Philadelphia, Paul Robeson has a, a mural, and he was a great civil rights leader. And he, he was happened a, to be black. Yes. So Hello? he's got a mural and deserves one. At Rutgers, they, they honor him because he went to Rutgers. That guy should be honored. But, but he sang the same song because same in that era, exact because song. all these young punks who don't understand squat, they have all the access to information at their fingertips. But they don't want to look. They don't want to Google and find out. They want to go with a narrative that one of their jerk-off woke friends tell them is fact. And so the fact is, CNN, all these, all these media people, you know what they always say? Kate Smith, racist, Kate Smith statue removed because of her racist past. Racist past. Here's a woman who's done more for America. And again, this isn't about Kate Smith and the songs being tired and it's a tradition. Because all sports teams have traditions. I don't care about the tradition. I don't care about Kate Smith per se as, as being a luck charm, good luck charm. If all they, teams have that crap. So what you're saying is if they had gotten rid of the statue or even rid of the song because they wanted to go in a different direction and it had nothing to do with this sort of controversy, you would have been okay with that. I'm okay. I, again, I don't, they can do whatever they want. I'm not saying, see, if I were one of these activists, one of these triggered douchebags who has to go and march with a pussy hat on or anytime something happens they don't like, they, they, they get riled up and they go march on City Hall and start making trouble and acting a fool. I don't do that. I'm not telling anybody to boycott the Flyers. I'm not telling anybody to go down there and, and, and bust up the joint, go out there with picket signs and block traffic for other people trying to go to a sporting event because they have a mission. We saw that in Houston a couple of years ago, remember? For the Final Four. All these people in front of the, uh, in front of the Astros stadium decided that on the night of, of the NCAA tournament, they're going to go block a street because they had a beef with the city. Yet, so they inconvenience all these other people to push their agenda. And you know what they get accomplished? Nothing, except pe- more people pissed off at them. So you can feel whatever the way you want. But here's all I'll say to you out there. All the people coming at me, I don't care. I can handle it. All the people who don't understand this, all these young punks whose first response is, well, Kate Smith, you know, it's an ultra. It's about time they moved on from her. It's not about moving on from Kate Smith. 
She did a goddamn song called God Bless America back in the 30s, which helped raise $600 million for our troops. She went all over the world to defend our troops, to take out the real Nazis, not the fake ones all of you jerk-offs um, think are running around the streets in our cities these days. The real Nazis in Germany. She signed bombs to Hitler to go blow his ass up. And here's the other point is that people looking at the lyrics by themselves don't realize that there was context for that period. Exactly. But they don't care about that, Rob, and it but doesn't you, fit the narrative. But when you look at the, the time period and why she sang that song that is causing all this, I think it was Piccanilly, Piccanini. Yeah, Heather the words like today. The words today, when you read, you say, oh, my God, but this they, is freaking 1930, okay? But it wasn't. It, it doesn't wasn't, make it. If that happened today, yes. But even back then, what she was doing, it was still a racist song but it was sung not only by her but originally by Robinson as a um as a point saying look at how racist these exactly. words are and, and 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 Kate Smith actually helped black people that's correct like Billie Holiday no Josephine Baker no Josephine Baker I'm Josephine sorry Josephine Baker Billie Holiday's who, from Philadelphia too you know. who was huge in Europe was ostracized here in the United States when she tried to come back nobody no radio station no TV station nobody would put her on and give her a chance to make it here in the United States even though she was huge in Europe and Kate Smith and her company they were the only ones that allowed her on television on the Kate Smith show they put Josephine Baker on exactly but nobody cares about that Robin you know why because when they're told this is what we're going to do now and this is why we're going to do it, then everybody believes him. Everybody believes that Kate Smith is a racist. Listen, I don't, Kate Smith's dead. That's the one thing that they do. They do it to people who die because they know there's no way that person can defend themselves or even well, say anything even about do, it. They do it to people that are alive. Yeah, I but mean, mostly they... dead people. I mean, a person who's been dead since 1986, right? Again, her song wasn't about a good luck charm. They played God Bless America, and the Flyers would win playoff games. And that's what happens. You know, teams... Teams play all songs on every sports venue, and they think that the Michigan fight song, the Notre Dame fight song, they're all, they're all there to rev, rev up the crowd. So the Kate Smith thing, well, she wasn't a prop. Back in those days, remember, the Flyers played the Russians when they were the Soviet Red Army, and they beat the shit out of the Russians on ice on national TV. And the Flyers, as much as people hated them with that Broad Street bully mentality, they were national heroes because back then when Russia was really, that was the Cold War. That's what everybody knew in this country, that Russia was the worst. And so when the Flyers did that, the entire nation said, wow, what a good job by the Flyers. I was there for that game. I remember it vividly with that Van Imp cross-checking, uh, blowing, off, blowing up one of the Russian guys on the ice. It wasn't fighting. They weren't beating them up. They just, you know, the Soviet Red Army was the best team on earth. They were the best hockey team because they were members of the Soviet Army. They weren't guys who volunteered. They weren't a bunch of college well, let me kids. Give you um, the actual history. I, I know you well, already. When you turn that heater off. It's like a thousand degrees in here. The heat's not on here. It's just the lights. Why is it a thousand degrees in here then? Because the window's not open. All right. Um, but uh, the Flyers' home opener against Toronto Maple Leafs on October 11th, 1973. She made a surprise appearance. I was there, Rob, and I know right, all of this. To perform the song, and it. Um, it was against the, the Boston Bruins and, and Phil Esposito knowing No, that, it was against the Maple Leafs. No, okay, but I'm saying that the, the pivotal moment is when she showed up against the Boston Bruins 
And Phil Esposito right. with the Bruins at the time well, was trying to snap. Let me just finish this okay. story, okay? I've been, I was there, Robin, okay? No. I know you can read it. I lived it. But what I I'm saying it. is I'm that. I'm not some jerk off kid spanking his, his ding dong because some of his buddies who are woke jerk offs told him that, that Kate Smith is a racist and it's time to move on. Now, Luigi's in this group too. That is a young jerk off. I mean, he's a middle aged, he's a 30 something jerk off now. But Luigi hates the Flyers and the Kate Smith. Do you hate when they trot out AI at the Sixer games? I can't stand it. Okay, so he doesn't like that. But that, that's what teams do. And, and so this whole don't, don't, don't relive your past. What else do you have to relive? You can't relive your future. No, no, no. no, no, no. I'll stop you right there. I, I get, I'm over the whole hokiness of it. Like, you There's no hokiness no, no, about stop, God bless America. No, no, let, me, let me finish. When you mentioned about the Irish thing, it's about you know, bringing about every game, every game. Singing God Bless America is a wonderful thing, and it brings the, the entire team exactly. and the country in unison, okay? As far as bringing out Kate Smith to do it with the hologram, it's a little hokey. My point is, is that I have nothing against what you said. It's nothing against, if they want to move on from it, do what it is. It's how it was handled and why it was handled that way, which is disgusting, and it can't be allowed. Exactly, that's, that's my it. point. All these people are bringing up, you, you old guys, all you want to do is relive the past. These same jerk-offs go to the Wells Fargo Center where their mommy and daddy buy them season tickets so they can go see Bernie Perrant, who's an icon in this town. There's, every city has sports icons, right? What I hear is an icon in every town. Well, of course he is. I mean, on and off the ice. That's what I'm saying. Bernie Perrant's one of the greatest players of all time. No doubt. And so all these teams do it. The Dodgers bring out Tommy Lasorda, right, who was the, their, the greatest manager in Dodger history next to Walter O'Malley. So what you do when you're a franchise – and you don't have a lot of success, or even when you do, you have those people as walking ambassadors for your franchise, right? So the same people who think that the Flyers are the broad street. Mike Missinelli, the biggest fraud hypocrite in this city, the guy who hates hockey, who refuses to talk about it, insults the fans and the season ticket holders, then all of a sudden insults Comcast Sportsnet because they never put him on, and he would insult Michael Barkan and all the people on the air there. There's your fraud. You want to go after somebody who's a goddamn fraud? Go after that chump because he he's the guy who I guarantee you today when he goes on, he will kiss the Flyers' ass and say, what a great move by a great organization. You know why? Because he works for Comcast, and he has to kiss their asses all the way up to the top of the new tower, the Comcast building in Center City. All of a sudden, the guy who hated Comcast, hates the Flyers, never talks about hockey, I guarantee you, I will bet you any amount of money when he goes on his show today, he will be kissing the Flyers' assholes. Unless he somebody... will have his tongue so far up, the people who run Comcast, he, will, he won't even, won't even need an elevator to get to the top floor of the Comcast Tower. Unless his tongue will here... reach so far up their asses, he won't even need a stepladder. Unless, unless somebody here tells them about <laughs> your, what you just said, and then he will purposely not do it. No, he'll do it. He has to. He and Glenn Mack now and all these social justice warrior woke white guys playing to the black community because they want to get cred. Yep. They want that street cred. Yep. Glenn Macnow, I like Glenn. I don't like Mike because he doesn't like me, so he's a douchebag. Glenn Macnow's not a bad guy. Well, you don't like him just because he doesn't like you. You wouldn't give a crap. No, my dislike for Mike Missanelli occurred after the way he treated me. Yes. With zero respect. I don't demand respect. And I think other, I earned it. And other people around you. Exactly. So Mike Missanelli's a douchebag. He's a bad guy. Anybody you know will say it. I, it's not because I don't work at the radio station anymore. I'm a team player. Wherever I work, I support all my teammates. I'm not one of these mis- I know, dis- 
I'm not one of these disgruntled. The ten years that I've worked with you did there, <laughs> not Louisa. He's the I'm only not. person that I've ever heard you disparage ever. You know what? When did I start disparaging him? It wasn't when he disparaged me. He blocked no, me was, on Twitter five was, years ago. It was way after that. Like when when. Talk about snowflakes and pussies. He's a pussy. Even when he was disparaging you originally, you're like, I have no problem with him. I don't know what's his. I didn't. And then, I, I didn't know. until he made it personal oh, yeah. and and tried to sabotage my career, well, he did. my good name, and everything else. So you know, everybody gets mad when somebody gets mad when somebody gets mad at them. You know, like Trump's mad because they're investigating him for two years, and if he says anything now, he's colluding. You, you know, when somebody goes after you all the time, and it's unjust, in any case, no matter who it is. You're going to eventually get tired of it. You I know just what don't I mean? understand how everybody can continuously be told what to believe without doing because any due diligence. Exactly. They're freaking sheep. The entire world is turned to sheep. It's what I mean. Is that you get told something that says, if I sit there and go, you have to not like this person or, dis- or, or disagree with this or disagree with that because I said so and everyone else believes me too. I guess I just have to, right? Yeah. No, God forbid you do your own research, your own due diligence to go, you know what? Yeah, I don't see it that way. And that's okay. Yeah, I mean, and it that's okay. I, exactly. I started doing research, and the Robinson one thing, I did not realize that the song had originally been recorded by somebody else, a black it's man. It's Robeson. It's Ro- Robeson. Robeson. So I didn't know about that one. But then when I started doing research, I came across the Josephine Baker thing and how Josephine Baker— It's amazing. It, we, have more, we have access to more— in, As what's-his-name says, the, the great actor who was in the John Wick movies on his commercials for AI, we have at our fingertips access to all the information yeah, yeah, on the I world. He got killed by John Wick and John Wick, uh, the first John Wick. That's his name. Great actor, I forget rapper. his name. Come on, man. Let me see if I can look it up. He's on the commercials all on the, the time. the first John Wick? I don't know if it was the first or second. A lot he, of people die. You got to be more specific. No, but it's a black dude. He's the brother <laughs> in the movie where he's so like, many. they go back and forth and they have epic fight scenes. Oh, that was the second John that's Wick. The second that's the second John Wick. John Wick. That's most, uh, not most, that's uh, uh, Common. Yes. That's right, common. 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 Common, who's a great actor. When he said the first one, I'm like, I'm like who I don't know. Yeah. They're all they're They all killed the same. all white people in the first one. They waited the second one. He's the only brother I think he killed. And then he had a brother at least working in the hotel who always took care of him when he went into the room. That's right. That brother was cool, man. That's Daniels from from The Wire. People know who that is. FYI, Doug McGregor. Um, says that I won't even listen to Miss Anelia Cataldi anymore. That just, just to clarify. No, I didn't know though, what they said. I, Ange- I guarantee you, Angelo was kissing the flyers. No. At, he wasn't. No. Well, good for him. Cataldi actually came out and said that he was very disappointed in the flyers organization. And again, so you know why Angelo can do that. And again, I know all these guys. I don't have any personal vendetta. I know people are gonna say you're just mad because they fired you. They didn't fire me. They didn't fire me at 97.5. They screwed me over, but they didn't fire me. Correct. And the one advantage that I have doing this, and remember, I work for these stations. I work for the Flyers flagship station forever. But I never, I was never told, don't say this. or I, I was when I worked, when I was there when they got the Sixers, I was told specifically in meetings, don't talk about tanking. You know, the because Sixers. Because you were critical of yeah. the Sixers. And, up so, and, and then all of a sudden they got the Sixers and you're like, oh, you can't, you can't exactly. continue and, talking and that's the, the way And that's talking. the problem that all these, unfortunate, my good buddy Dan Cilio, classic example. Dan Cilio was doing mornings in San Diego. On the radio. He's on the flagship station of the San Diego Padres. This happened last week. Okay. He's got a good morning show. He's succeeding. You know what happens? He goes on the air one day and makes the heinous mistake of criticizing the San Diego Padres. Not calling it, but talking about right. things that he didn't like that the Padres were well, doing. It, was, it, was this, it wasn't just one day. He no, quite, I know. Right. It was kind of like what you had been doing with the Sixers. You're critical exactly. of the... But it's not like I hate the people. Right. I have a vendetta. It's like I'm on the you air. You were just being honest. And, and anybody who works for a sports team now, which is pretty much all the broadcasters, work for the teams. So they can't... 
they can't, it's not about ripping them or being critical or just being nasty. It's like making observations. But you notice all the play-by-play guys work under this fear of, oh, I better not say anything or else I'm going to get in trouble. So Dan Cilio gets, they said he was reassigned. Right. You don't get reassigned from a morning show to nowhere, okay? They wanted to make it look cool. They wanted to be yeah, on PC. It's, it's total They reassigned Dan Cilio from the morning show because the Padres complained. Yep. The Sixers complained when I was critical of the tanking while I was on the air there. But I didn't let it stop me because you know why? That's my job. My job, and I know I work for a company. I wasn't disobeying my bosses. I was disobeying a sports team that thought because they paid the radio station the rights fees to have their games on, they should be completely devoid of any kind of constructive criticism or observations about a system. That's what we do. Well, and here's the thing that's so stupid. Fans know when somebody is a freaking shill for a for a team. People don't want to hear exactly right anybody that's just a, a shill. Yeah, a cause, a team, whatever. They they know when they're like, wait a minute. Especially, especially if somebody said one thing at one point and then all of a sudden has changed their tune like completely. But you people can see that though, and I listen. I feel bad for the people who are under these constraints now in broadcast. It's horrible. Why that's why I'm glad I'm out of it. Because I have the autonomy here not to be a jerk and, and throw stuff against the wall. It doesn't. I, I try to be very careful and respectful of everybody. And you know I am, Robin. Yes. I don't care about race, color, religions, or any of that stuff. So I've been doing this with you for four years, right? We've been doing podcasts. Yeah. Okay. In four years, if I wanted to make a move into terrestrial radio, I could have by now. At some point, could have got my foot in the door doing something, doing promotional work, whatever the case may be. I could be probably running a board somewhere for one of these stations. No. I would never do that because well, it's not I, what you, I, you could do it. No, but no, you just no, have to not, be no, careful in what you no, say. I, I, it's not about being. I can, I can handle the microphone and, and 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 handle being under those constraints, but I don't want to. It's not me. It's not how I would be. I would not be able to perform well. I would not be able to do what I want to do and do it the way I want to do it. And if I'm not going to be able to do it that way, then I'm not going to do it at all. Well, Screw that, it, that's, man. That's that's commendable, but still, most people who want to do this, you know, will see. Hey, a radio station calls you and says, "Hey, I like what you no, do." No, Tony, I want to do this. But I won't do that, well, as the great meatloaf once I, said. I will do anything for love. Well, almost anything. I'm as not long a sellout. That's the, what's the difference, man. I'm not a sellout. And, 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 and to answer a lot of people's question about this is that when, they, when you do listen to the people that are trying to preach all these things onto you, like the Kate Smith stuff and all that other stuff, why don't you do yourself a favor? Before you start hearing what they have to say, why don't you just question their agenda and their motives exactly. first? Because Take the a person, look at them first. Because the one person who complains and puts companies like Comcast on their back legs – because they know if they don't succumb to this pressure, mm-hmm. that uh, their sponsors are going to—they're going to be boycotts and there'll be marches. Right. That's what this whole thing's about. There'd be people marching on the Comcast Tower, and Comcast in a in a bitter struggle with, you know, with with uh, FiOS and Directv Correct. and all of these companies who are selling you satellite service and, and internet. I get that. I get that. You're not supposed to trash your boss, and you don't do it purposely every day. But when you have the fear that you can't say anything constructive. And that's why I commend Angelo, because I didn't get to hear him this morning. But Angelo, you know why Angelo could do it and speak his mind on this topic, even though, because he doesn't work for Comcast, but he has, works for a corporation. But he, because he's also so powerful that he's almost untouchable. And that doesn't give him the, the freedom to go out and say uh, things that are inaccurate, things that are vile, things that are false. You know, just try to run an agenda because somebody's paying him to run an agenda. He speaks his mind because he's, he's still the king of Philadelphia radio. Whether you like him or not, doesn't matter. He still is the dominant, 
the only dominant morning show this city's had for the last 25, 30 years. And so people will listen to him, even though they make fun of him and, you know, the New England stuff and all that other stuff. Angelo has Angelo is a, is a guy who was nominated for Pulitzer Prizes. So he's a real journalist deep down inside, even though now he's an entertainer for the most part, like I am. I don't consider myself a journalist, but if, if news breaks or if, if there's a story, I'll go there and do it. That doesn't require anybody with a camera phone could be a journalist nowadays. But the thing is, when you are afraid to do your job because somebody is watching or listening to every word you say and you can't even think about approaching anything that's legitimate criticism, then you're living in fear. And that's what's happened in this country right now. That More is than what, ever yep. in my lifetime. And God forbid you don't like Meek Mill. God forbid. By yeah, the way, I have, I I have the perfect solution what the Flyers should have done. Rather than stick their head in the sand like everybody else and just pretend that and, and, and continue the ignorance. By the way, I'm not suggesting that the Flyers – I'm not saying put the statue up, do what no, I no, say. No. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not calling for but protest. Is, I'm not calling for boycotts. I'll leave that up to the douchebags who protest every you, goddamn week in this country over things that they have no impact on. But you, you are making your own protest. Exactly. And you're not supporting. Them I'm anymore. not. Again, I, 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 again. People say, "Well, yeah, I'm sure the Flyers will miss your support." Here, here's the thing: I'm not a season ticket holder. All right, I'm a fan, and I'm a person who loves hockey. I love hockey. That's a fact. That's not just a. Is that is that just me, or do I not love hockey? No, you do love hockey. There's nobody on the radio, TV, newspapers, or anywhere else in this city that loves the sport of hockey more than I do. I love all sports, but I'm not one who just discards hockey because it's not cool. Hockey's the, probably the coolest sport out there. It is everything that you would want in a sport right now. Like, for example, Keith Olbermann and I had this conversation. If none of these sports existed, right? Say it's, oh, you wake up this morning and there's no actual sports. And somebody said, hey, I got this game baseball. And even Keith, who's the most avid baseball historian, fan, and lover of the game of baseball, admitted this, and he said it actually on the air, and we were having a conversation. Baseball would fail if it didn't exist and was put on today, and somebody says, hey, I got this sport. We're going to have nine guys in the field. One guy's going to throw a ball, and the other guy's going to hit it, and it's going to take three hours to play, and people are going to be sitting in their seats. The reason why baseball is successful, you know why? Because of its history. History. It's history. Yep. When you talk about Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron and the greats and Joe DiMaggio and and, and – the, the racial strides that have been made the, in baseball. If parks, it were, were pilgrimage of Wrigley and, and, and exactly. uh, if it were introduced today, people would say, this is way too boring. This is boring. Exactly, because we live in a world yeah. of short attention span, right? Why do we like sports? Because of its history. That's why the Flyers are still, you know, the Flyers had the biggest parade in Philadelphia sports history when they won a Stanley Cup in 1973. Bigger in than the city- Eagles parade? Well, no, this Eagles parade didn't happen until last week. Right. I'm saying at the time last year. when hockey when hockey was just an up-and-coming okay. sport. Remember, the Flyers were only around a few years. Yes. But they captured the image because it was the blue-collar guys out there, you know, fighting for – and, and th- so that they represented the fans of the city. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter how many white people or black people are in the stands. It matters they were fighting for Philadelphia. And that's the way the sport was played then. I get it. And so when you see guys banging Russians – and, and you, so when they won the Stanley Cup, I was there for both parades. So talking about hockey or? 
What? You said we should start seeing guys banging Russians. We well, no, that, I'm not, I'm not talking about modern-day strip clubs <laughs> okay. here in the Delaware just Valley. Say, I'm just making sure. Because there's some quality Russians there. inquiring minds. They want to know. No, I, I, I don't have the stupid thing up because Robin didn't turn my machine on when I asked her I should turn it on three hours ago. I actually, it, it is. I can't see the board. I can't see the comments. Luigi, can you help him, I please? got it. I'm going to put it up No now. one can help him, but I can assist him. But uh, here, I, I, have, help. I <laughs> have the solution. What, the, what I think, and I will put my opinion in, that I think the flyer should have done instead of no, no, taking tell me, the flyer. I'm sorry, Paul. I just wanted to make sure that I, but people who don't know me or don't see when you when you were there and you've covered all of right. this, and then you got some young punks. And again, I hate to comment by age. I'm not. I don't think I'm smarter or better than anybody else because but you I've, do have more knowledge inside yeah, that head. My, of yours knowledge comes with experience. Time. Experience and living through it yes. gives you knowledge. Listening to one of your buddies in a bar who doesn't know shit from Shinola tell you that yeah, the Flyers are supporting a racist, and me mocking this whole thing is me saying that I'm supporting a racist and I want her to stay around. That's, that's, that, that's, that's because they have no concrete response. There's no debate. And These whole, we got to start a conversation. You know what that means? It means, no, I'm going to start a conversation, and then once you start giving me your opinion, the conversation ends. Yeah, that was it. It's That's the conversation. Right. They're not listening. And They're just is... waiting to talk. Exactly. That's a difference. Exactly. And, that is... so... and anybody that doesn't see that is so blinded <laughs> by political hackery, is so blinded by, I got to be a Democrat, I got to support the Republicans. Get that shit out of your head. The Democratic Party and the Republican Party don't give a shit about you. So why do you spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week, worrying about everything that's said or every tweet or everything else? Live your damn life. That's stupid. It is stupid. It's the, no, but it's true. That's everybody now. People who don't even know who their local con- – they don't know who the mayor is, the congressmen are. All of a sudden, they're experts on politics. I, I'd cover politics forever. I don't, I'm not an expert, but I certainly know more than some punk hipster walking down the street telling me that I'm uh, some right-wing nutcase – and a, a, a Trumper. Dude, That's Trump. their response. Oh, if you disagree with me, you must be Donald Trump's butt boy. Has nothing to do with Donald Trump. He's the freaking president. Deal with it. You do realize. If you're still a sore loser two and a half years later, you need help. You need psychiatric help. If your daily obsession is worrying about whether Donald Trump's going to be impeached, removed, assassinated, whatever other creepy thing you have. Because you know what happens? If somebody assassinates him, Mike Pence is the president. Then what are you going to do, assassinate him? Morons. That's why I can't, it's hard to have conversations with people. That's why I don't talk politics with people. Because there's no conversation. There's no conversation. No, that's The true. same people who say, it's time we start a national conversation. There is no conversation. No, you just want us to hear, what, you, you just want everyone to hear your agenda and that's it. Whether you're, it doesn't matter which side you're on. You just want I people, it's like not even it. about a side, it's about, you know what side I'm on? You know what side I'm on, Robin? What? The side of fairness and the side of seeing yes. both sides of a story, not the side of taking some talking point and running with it. I don't, I don't use talking points. I don't get a memo every morning. This is what I have to say, uh, Easter worshipers. So Easter worshipers is the word of the weekend. I would love, but you know what I would like? I would like to be able to tell. Robin, that, that thing is blowing heat in here. It's 1,000 degrees in here. Turn the damn fireplace off. It's just the lights, Tony. It's lights just are, they're, the they're lights. Hollow, they're, no, this. They're stinking LEDs. This, the, the fireplace. They're turning the damn fireplace lights off. I just Someone did. That control room is out of control. <laughs> Good. God almighty. Open the freaking window, Tony Bruno. So I'm just starting. I got to three hours in here. So here, here is my idea on what the flyer should have done. Warm up a whim. Half hour later. 
what they should have done is they should have taken, how did you pronounce his name again? The Robeson? Paul Robeson. Paul yes. Robeson and Josephine Baker, those two incidences, they should have made an additional plaque or maybe a little mini statue or whatever and put it right next to the Kate Smith so that people could have seen in context what she actually did stand for. Do you think idiots who go to museums and, and, and look at statues, read that stuff? Well, you think people read no, history? No, but here's my point, I, I is that if... <laughs> no, if they this, don't. If people, if, if they feel that having the statue there and people seeing that statue would have made such a difference, then people seeing another statue of Robeson and, and Josephine Baker and what Kate Smith actually stood for would then also make an impact. Exactly. My, I don't have an agenda here. I, I've been called a flyer apologist all the years. I'm not turning on the Flyers or hate the players. It's not about the players. It's about corporate knee-jerk suits making hundreds of millions of dollars who now know that they could be forced to do something without any kind of consideration, understanding, or research that they immediately have to react to something or else they fear that people are going to protest and boycott and go down there well, marching with busting up the property. Somebody going down there to break the statue. That's the kind of mentality we live in now. Right. Statues are now all of a sudden these, these menaces. People from the 1930s are now destroying America. They're the ones responsible for the rioting, the op opioid epidemic. All that's wrong in the world is because of killer statues. I was, I was, I'm glad the statue was gone. You know why? I feared maybe that she, Kate Smith, underneath that big flowing dress and that large body, her zaftic form, would have pulled out a knife and probably killed me right there in the, in the parking. And no one would have seen it. No one would have been there if Kate Smith had somehow rose up and decided that she was going to live up to her racist nomenclature. We should get out. And attack me or cause a riot in Center City. We well, you know what else is the issue is that by taking hers down, I mean, it just leaves by any of these statues that have been taken down over the last years is if you go and look at everything that has anybody that had any association with slavery or racism or anything, we need to blow up Mount Rushmore. We need to blow up almost I all said it of last Washington, D.C. Before, before this whole case, you know what I said? I did the old Soupy Sales bit. Soupy Sales was on TV and a clever guy. And he one day he got in trouble with the FCC. He went on the air and said, all right, kids, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go and find mommy or daddy's wallet and go in there, and there's green things in there, and I want you to take all of those things with the, with the little pictures on them, and I want you to send them to Uncle Soupy. And people actually, kids did, actually did. Had, were having, <laughs> having their parents send them money, and then that, it was a violation back then against the FCC sure. rules. And that's, that's what I said. So what we should do, let's fast forward 40 years from Soupy Sales. <clears throat> and uh, all you people up there offended by George, which we did this last week. George Washington, bad guy. Abraham Lincoln, he owned slaves. William Penn, who's on the top of City Hall, whose cock is hanging out. If you look at him in the right angle, he's pissing on the city of Philadelphia, just like he pissed on the slaves because he was a slave owner, right? He's a bad guy. Why is William, why is Pennsylvania, we should change the name of Pennsylvania. It's named after William Penn, a known slave owner. Pennsylvania, we need to come up with a new name for this great state. Forget the Keystone State. We, I need well, people Washington, D.C., named after George Washington. That should be renamed Racist. as well. Racist. Abraham Lincoln was a great vampire killer, <laughs> but he was a racist. 
Yep. Did you see Abraham Lincoln Vampire Kid? Absolutely not. It's one of the greatest it is, movies it's ever worth made. Watching. I'm it's serious, man. You will it. love this movie. Well, I'm off tomorrow. May I watch tonight? Watch Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer. It's an underrated film de noir. Well, Tony, this and is a, a new record, by <laughs> the way. Force. Your first rant of the day went on for almost an hour. This is pretty. That's, that's longer than Cher was on, I think, the other night. I heard from the people yeah. who were there. Hologram <laughs> too. That's pretty impressive. Screw Bruce Springsteen. I just want one uninterrupted hour of share. Uh, not share. No, no. Oh, oh, no. No, my niece said, she didn't, like, the concert was over. It's like, I said, did they have an opening act for share? Some DJ. Yeah, I was going to say, who opened? Some <laughs> DJ. Then share comes out, does 16 wardrobe changes, does songs that no one's ever heard of, and then gets the hell out of here. Do the damn hit, share. Play don't, the hits. Don't give me any of these new numbers, and don't come out of an up-tempo number. With a, dog, with a damn dead, dead dog, dog dedication. Don't come out of I Believe in love after, <laughs> Life After Love with uh, I Got You, you Babe. <laughs> Does she do the song? She's got to do the Sonny she and did, Cher stuff. She did. She did the uh, I got, I've Got You, Babe. And she even came out with... Did she have a dead Sonny uh, doll next oh. to her? No, but she had Sonny up on a screen. Oh, she did? Yeah, she had Sonny Was up he running screen. into a tree while skiing? Uh-huh. Oh, that's just wrong. See, that's wrong. You know how Sonny died, well, we right, Sonny Bono? We have lots and lots of stuff to get to today, and it but wasn't just clear, about this. I wanted to clear the air. You know what I'm going to do? And open the window, which I just did. God, you were just... People are saying that you had too much Easter candy yesterday. I hadn't had any Easter candy. I know. You didn't even have any robin eggs. No. Which you don't care. <laughs> they're, they're not fertile. I, I'm not a big Easter candy. I don't like... Meat. I hate peeps. Yeah, I don't either. You like either. peeps, Luigi? I love my peeps. No, no, I'm not talking about the peeps on the no, streets. I don't like, well, I don't like marshmallows. I like peeps. You like peeps? No. peeps, sure. I don't like there gummy. Was... I don't like the. Uh, I don't like jelly beans. No, I'm not a big jelly bean guy. I'm not no. a big. Je- there's only a couple. Other than jelly bean, like. Joe, Joe Bryant, jelly course, bean, right. Joe Bryant. Uh, there's only dad. a couple jelly bean flavors that I like. Of course, licorice. I love the licorice ones. I like black licorice now. No, it's good. I like. It's good, but I like the Dutch kind. That's it. Ever since I told yep, you to drink it with good. red wine, right? That stuff's phenomenal. You were like, "Holy crap! This is actually a fantastic combo." Yep. Yes. Um. So, and I like the watermelon. Flavored jelly beans? Well, anything watermelon. I like, so strange, I like the fake watermelon flavor. You know, the, the Jolly Rancher. And That's only good when you're making Purple Dragon. You got some scissor, right? Scissor, yep. Don't you put the Jolly Rancher in the Jolly scissor? Jolly Rancher in the Sprite. Sprite and scissor. Yep. I, I don't know I why I like it. I, I got that, re- you know where I got that recipe? And I got it perfected? Covering the Raiders with Jamarcus Russell, the king of scissor. Wasn't Jamarcus Russell sipping on some scissor yeah, out there? About $80 million. <laughs> That's the most I'm trying expensive. to find Cher's set list from last night. By the way, Rusty Cheeks 524 on Twitter says, Bruno is an egg-sucking dog. Nice. Nah, I, I, I do like yolks runny on, because I don't like hard-boiled eggs. You boiled like a egg. soft-boiled egg. Yeah. I don't even like soft-boiled. No. Just give me a poached egg. But it has over to be easy, runny. But the, the yolk cannot be firm. No, as I soon as that yolk, yolk becomes yeah. like you solidified. You are a pain in the ass, man. I swear to God. You're what, you telling so, me. So, so wait, when you walk into a diner for breakfasts, thank you, whoever. I, I don't have the chat up here, though. I got to get that baby locked Luigi, in. Luigi, can you please help him? It's a good thing when I said to Robin, you want me to set this up three hours before the show? No, no, I'll take care of it. Yeah, I, that was a bad decision on my part. I hate to do because it to you. I, I got to do it right away here. Because I had been planning on having time to do all sorts of things. I ran into, again, and I I realize now there's there's a couple technical issues because I'm doing everything off of one computer. That's okay. As long as it um, sounds good and people are listening well, right and now, watching. The Twitch, the Twitch sounds fantastic. But I, I have, um, and and I discovered... Uh, the hard way that 
I have four cameras that I've been trying to run, but I can only run three because two of the cameras are the exact same model. And having those two cameras, which are the exact same model, running through one computer makes the computer go, ah, I, they, they're this, they think it's the, one, the same camera. And so it doesn't allow me to all differentiate. Right. I just want everybody to know that I just wanted to get all, because there's so much talk about it, I'm not going to go on a harangue for the next week. This story's dead. This story's over, and I wanted people to know and see that I went out there, saw the statue. I posted it. A lot of news media people picked it up. I'm not looking for publicity. I don't need that. I've done this my whole no, life. No, but I will look at because I think truly your your rant, I'm going to edit it today, and I'm going to post it on its entirety by itself. Tony wasn't doing anything wrong. His chat's just not coming up. The chat's just not coming okay. up on it. I was, I was wondering. That's okay. Everybody, just, you guys are monitoring it. I went back, back it. in, and it just wasn't doing it. You guys are monitoring yeah, it. I mean, and again, Tony, it's right there. It's, it's, it's no, I, can't, I, can't, I can't turn around and look at the TV while the show's on. But anyway, I thank everybody for, for listening, and that's the advantage of the show. I'm not going to get a wrap-up sign after five minutes. No, but see, minutes. look, there's no chat that comes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah okay. I just did. Oh, you did it? You got it up? Okay. And again, I'm not a hero. I'm not, I'm not looking for accolades. Don't forget to plug it back in, though. So I, I appreciate all the people who are saying you're right. It's not about me being right. You can disagree with me all you want. That's the difference between me and all these other people who think it's my way or the highway. I've never been like that. But here's the thing. When people say, when people want to argue a point like what you are making... Instead of arguing the reasons as to why you think that and giving reasons why it's something else, they immediately label you as, well, then you must be racist. Exactly. That's the easiest card and to play that... now. Forget about doubling down when you got the aces. How do you, when, you, you know, when you're playing po uh, blackjack, split. when you're splitting, split. and, and then, then you, you, doubled, double. you double down. Of course. People double down. As soon as something is called racist, you better agree that it's racist, whether it is or not, because you're wrong if it's not. Just because it's when somebody's labeled racist, they have to prove that they're not racist. Right. Especially dead people. Dead people have to prove. Guilty before proven innocent. Exactly. That's the way it is right now. All right. Moving on to Tony a different ISC. topic. Luigi, the best IT guy in the business, <laughs> my ass. <laughs> so anyway, there it is. It's baseball season. We got the NFL draft coming up. We got great NBA action. And I want to thank people. I want to go into my thankful. Are, moment. are we already getting into happy times now? Into happier moments where we're thanking people? I'm not angry. I just uh, I'm just Italian. I talk loud. You talk with your hands a lot. I do. By the way, if you were playing the Tony Bruno hand uh, the hand signaling drinking mm -hmm. game at home, you will be smashed by before this. Thing That's is all right. I don't. I think Beto O'Rourke still has me beaten though. At least I yeah, don't get, possibly. I don't get up on a table when I give my rants. I have to sit down because I'm older. But anyway, we got. You're more of a couch dance guy, anyways. We got. By the way, speaking of great. Postseason action right now. What do you need? I got it right here. You know, we had got coming up in the end. I'll start with the NHL because I got a lot of good basketball stuff today, too. There's a lot of great Since stuff. Since we're talking hockey. We got, as Jose from Norristown would say, we've got two Stanley Cup Game 7 hockey action, yo. So I'm at my uh, sister's house. You know, we're watching the NBA games, watching. Uh, it looked like the Clippers in that game are going to find a way. The Boston Bruins, awesome job. They powered past the Montana Maple Leafs up in Toronto yesterday. And now that game, that series tied 6-6, and they go back to Boston for game seven. Oof. Toronto's won two games in Boston already in this series. So is the heat on Boston? It's on Toronto. Here's why it's on Toronto. Poor K. Because if Toronto loses the series, when they were up three games to two, remember, one went away at home yesterday from moving on to the next round. The Leafs will keep the streak alive for the entire, our evil enemies to the north, the 
the North American continent known as, not a continent, it's Canada. Canada, right. Canada, no team from Canada has won a Stanley Cup in 26 years. No, really? Has it been that long? 26 years. It's almost as long as a flyer streak. Which yeah, is it's hard close, to which is tough to do. <laughs> Chris Davis is no hit streak. <laughs> Wait, you're t- are you serious? Yes. It's been that long? If the Leafs get eliminated by the Boston Bruins, Canada's cup drought goes to 26 years. I, I just find, I, I, seriously, you know me, Tony. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not a hockey fan, but I just are you find a hockey hater. Then you think Kate Smith? No, again, I'm kidding. Kate Smith, yeah, she's racist. Yes, a little bit. But anyway, how about that? Give it up for the Boston Bruins. Their power play is cranking right now. And then the later game last night, out, out in Las Vegas, baby, Vegas. You play no, nerds, nerds. I hit Vegas, and then somebody. There's hit nerds me. in Vegas too. Oh yeah, there's nerds everywhere. That place was cranking. I got to give it. You know, remember the, I remember when I was in L.A. and the story was, Las Vegas will never support a sports, a professional sports franchise. Right. They got UNLV. They got college football. Nobody locals there. First of all, there, there aren't any locals. Everybody goes there. It's like Tampa, Arizona. There are locals now who grew up and were born there. Mm-hmm. But Vegas, most of the people there are from somewhere else. Yeah. So now they have a hockey team. That comes in in the first year last year, goes to the Stanley Cup <laughs> Unbelievable, finals. Unbelievable, right? And you're thinking, okay, it's a fluke. Right. Now, here they are going to another Game 7 against the San Jose Sharks, and those people are going crazy in Las Vegas. Beautiful new building, and that's why when the Raiders Stadium opens there, because Vegas, there's so many people there every day. You know, so even if you're not a fan, the Raiders games will be sold out every Sunday when they play there. No doubt. Every Sunday. Even if the Raiders suck, people will go to that. It's not like L.A., where if the Chargers suck... Nobody's going to the games. Yeah. If the Rams suck, this Coliseum will be empty. But in Vegas, people will – now, the, the only sport they probably wouldn't support unless they had a closed-in dome is baseball. You can't play baseball in the summer in Las Vegas unless you have a dome stadium with the air conditioner cranking all the way up to 12. It is, it's, it's impossible yeah, to even Yeah, I don't think walk. anyone's going to do that now. It's like 110 in the shade in Vegas. Right. So if you're going to have a ba- – they have minor league baseball. They play outside. But if you're going to expect people to go out, especially when you have to build new amazing facilities now, you know, we have the amenities. Like the Raider Stadium is going to be an absolute amazing facility. Awesome. The Vegas, uh, the the, um, T-Mobile Arena is a beautiful – I remember when it was going up. Robin and I would look out the window out of the wind and see that baby going up. And now two years in a row, the first two years of a new franchise, the best way to get people jacked is to be a winning team that's exciting. And now the the, uh, Vegas Golden Knights, man. They are the talk of the town. You know, you thought in the beginning it was a fluke. Because remember, this is a team that plays with a chip on their shoulder last year because they were cast-offs. These are the guys that, you know, the, the other team said, we don't need you, you're expendable. Yeah. You could be poached off our roster, which is exactly what Vegas did. They poached players off our roster. said, yeah, you could take them, you could take him. And that happens in all expansion drafts. Right, right. But, that's when, but these guys all came together. These guys can actually play. And yeah, they the had a chip on their shoulder. Great. Their coaching was fantastic. Their front office did an amazing job. They played with, listen, that was a team that was built on skill. And reckless abandonment. They played with nothing to lose, Tony. They went all the way to a final. And it wasn't a fluke because guess what? They're there again now. They're about to do it again now. But here's the th- and I just got breaking news from uh, uh, from John Gruden. He said that um, if there's, any, know, there's, breaking if there's news? any amenities in the new stadium that aren't there yet when you get there, let him know he'll trade anything you need for it. <laughs> and it will be there before the start of the next game. And, uh, of course, don't, Tony in North Carolina, you know the last Canadian team? To win a Stanley Cup? I do not know that. Your Montreal Canadian who did not make oh, the playoffs. Oh, Le Habitat. Le Habitat. That's just what I heard from the, And I you know who they know. beat? Who they they beat? beat the Los Angeles Kings in 1993. Was that Gretzky's team? Yep. Damn. 
That's a good job out of him. That's that's what that's a geesh. And by the way, uh, the drought in Toronto, Dean points out, I said the the Canadian drought, the the country, the franchises in Canada haven't won a cup. Montreal was the last one 26 years ago. The Toronto Maple Leafs drought is what, well, 50, 52 years. Yeah, cause, cause, the they, Maple Leafs haven't won a cup in 52 years. Because Edmonton got some cups with Gretzky. Oh, yeah, in absolutely. The 80s, but I'm just saying, but 52 years in Toronto. Yeah, which is unbelievable. Now, they were bad for a long time. They got, they finally got it together. They're a good team now, and they're playing well, but now they got to go to Game 7 in Boston. But they've won two, and then I mentioned the Sharks. So the amazing story in that game, the building was rocking. Although it was pretty quiet in the first period, they were filling each other out. There wasn't a lot of intensity, but then they go to overtime. And then they go to double overtime. And there's no other sport on earth where the intensity level ratchets up than hockey overtime. Because it's sudden death. There's no five-minute overtime and then a shootout. They do it the right way. And if it takes ten overtimes, they keep resurfacing the ice, play an entire period. Play it out, man. And the guys wear down eventually if somebody makes a mistake. But Thomas Hurdle predicted. He called his shot. He said that they were going to win the game, game six, and go back to San Jose in the Shark Tank for game seven. What does he do? He scores the game winner in double overtime with a shorthanded goal. A shorthanded goal, goal in double overtime. The first ever shorthanded goal in a Stanley Cup playoff game in overtime. Tony, you can't make this up. No, you can't this, draw this kind of stuff this up. This is why sports is exciting, man. And so now the Shark Tank's going to be rocking. I love the Shark. Have you been to the Shark Tank? I've never been to the Shark Tank. I may have to put on my San Jose Shark sweater yeah. tomorrow. You got a sweater? I have. They made one for me. Yep. The San Jose Sharks made me. My own personalized jersey, sweater. Why is it called a sweater? Because it's warmer. Because back in the day, the original teams used to have like like little knots. And they were made out of wool. Mm-hmm. And they had the little tie they, things. Like, they would tie. I but never. But they th- called them. They looked like sweaters. Because hockey players mm. are just cut different. That's the way it is, man. No, that's... but they looked like sweaters. Because they were big woolen things. They don't yeah. look like they do now. Now well, they're all polyester. I remember Bernie telling us about how much, like, you dressed up in the hockey gear for one of the Flyers. Yeah, when I did the Flyer, I was playing goal. And you were on goal. And I was sprawled on the floor, Eric, because you get white. Stand on your head, Tom. And, and I stood you had on my to, head. I stood on my ass. You a butterfly-style goalie? <laughs> and you had to put on all the gear. And by the time you were done, it weighed about twice as much as when you put I it on. I have to do that again sweat. so I can lose 10 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, but, we have breaking news, Bernie, by the way. But Bernie said that back in the day, all of the gear was wool. Yes. And it would weigh even more. He said that by the time he was done playing a, a game, he... They'd have to burn the uniform. <laughs> it, was, it usually weighed about 75 pounds. With the sweat. Yeah, they call him Bernie. <laughs> it's the sweaters. But anyway, What's the speaking news? of the breaking news. One more time. Got it. <laughs> wow, that was in and out real fast. See, that's why you can't. You got to have it because I, you were. I was. Uh, oh, diet! I was talking about losing yes. all this weight. <laughs> we have started a new One diet. One more time with the breaking news. Let's so we're talking you. about losing weight in hockey gear, and you sweat, and you lose a lot of weight. Miss Robin and I got serious over the weekend. No, we're not getting married. And we're yeah. not having a baby. Did you get did you get your your series renewed in the car? No, I got my stuff. Yeah, and I pay for it. Okay, but it's worth it. What'd you get? Because I was gonna say Mazel Tov, man. You know Thank you. Mean? No. I, I did sell. I did have a little Passover, a little little uh, got a little matzah. Blow the chauffeur. I blew the chauffeur <laughs> on Friday night. I love that. It's a tradition unlike any other. Yeah, right. But blew we did. Sh- we we started <laughs> a new diet. I've done a lot of it. This was this was recommended. <laughs> By uh, the fabulous Yash Friedman, who is my daughter's fia- fia- fiance. He's probably listening to the Joe Rogan podcast right now. It's funny. People in your own family don't, don't even, even listen, listen to your show 
But they're like, they come up to me. Hey, I heard the Joe Rogan. I said, I know Joe Rogan's great. And actually, that's not true because Josh Dessen does listen and he has chimed in several times. And he he's one of the ones that when he heard that we were going to be on Twitch was super, super I know excited. He is, he's because he's a gamer. He's on there doing the whole. The one thing I do like with the Phillies, we talk about you know new traditions. The waving thing. Have you seen that? That no. one's, I like it. I do oh, yeah, like, it. It's like yeah, it. You know where that's from, right? No. I did not. Fortnite. Is that what it is? Because yeah. all the Fortnite dances are going on and at, at the uh, at Citizens Bank, too. Whenever they put people in the Jumbotron, mm-hmm. everyone does the Fortnite See, I dance. didn't realize what it was because I have but never it's, played it's Fortnite. It's funny to see it's... Bryce Harper when he doubles and he goes and he yeah. just like waves to the dugout. Because yeah, these guys are all 20-something, so, so they're all playing so video games. So somebody tell me that plays Fortnite that actually knows, when does that wave come into place in the game? Is it when I think when you kick somebody's ass and they wave your ass goodbye. Either that or are they like if you kill somebody, do they wave to you? Say, okay, I'm killing. I don't know. I think it's just a salutation. I don't think it has anything to do with like, you know, if you're 12 hours in and you're still not, you know, not winning and somebody beats. I don't know. But you know, Twitch is Twitch is huge with video games. There there are channels dedicated to Fortnite. Yes. Did you know that? There's like people who pay 24, play it 24 seven. But back to the diet. The diet. So I'm watching uh, Inside Edition. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Accidentally, I was on over the weekend. You know, everything's everything is like, dun, dun, yeah, dun, exactly. dun, dun. and my girl Lisa Guerrero is on Inside Edition. No, She's one right. of the reporters. Great friend from back in L.A. days. Not Vlad Guerrero. Not Vlad Guerrero or his son, Vlad Jr. But uh, she didn't do the piece. But there was a story about this diet guy who's got a new. This guy's written a bunch of books because everybody's got a diet book, right? Sure. Everybody's got the you know no carbs, the keto. There's like a there's like ten thousand different diets. People still doing Atkins. They're doing Atkins. Uh, they were doing uh, what's the one that what's her face a pimp's but she that can't lose weight and she's running it now. Oprah's. Which one does she have? Oh, it's one of the ones that. Remember uh, Deal a Meal, man. Remember Deal a Meal. I love Deal a Meal. The Weight Watchers. That's Kirstie Alley, wasn't it? I don't know. Weight Watchers. I everyone think, did I Weight think Watchers. Oprah was doing yeah, Weight Oprah's Watchers. now like in charge. She's like a big sponsor of Weight Watchers, and it's interesting. Oprah, and I, uh, this isn't my original line, but it's one of the funniest lines. Oprah is an expert on marriage and has never been married. She's an, op- she's an expert on raising kids, and she's never had a child. And she's an expert on weight watching, and she can't lose weight. Why wouldn't I listen to anything she has to say? Anyway, it's not a shot. I love Oprah. Use your common sense. Richard, Di- uh, Richard Simmons was the deal of me. The deal, guy. that's right. It's my boy, yeah. Richard Simmons. Deal Richard well, Simmons. Well, here's, so. I'll tell you what, those, those little spandex men's shorts are coming back. I'm going as Richard Simmons next Halloween. <laughs> I'm not kidding. As we well know. I'll be sweating on oldies rather most, than sweating oldies. Most of what we know uh, and, and hold as truth today was when the diet industry first started realizing they could make huge money. And so they were telling us stuff that was not true. Yeah, the whole thing. Now, this is true. Robin and I had an argument this morning already. It's hard to believe that I would argue. With <laughs> yeah, well, say Robin and I during one of our arguments, not at an argument. This is like right after we woke up because she, she's on the phone. And we started this diet, which is called a... Intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting. Oh, yeah, that's you. It's, where you're, it's when your insulin levels go high when you're training. Yeah, it's... That's... So here's the, the idea. And it's hard to and do. And, and, and I'm willing to do it because the for the thing... first time in my life, I am actually mo- obese. Believe it or not. Yes. Based on, if you look at me, I mean, I got a gut. You and me both. I'm considered obese when I go to do my little thing. There's a level of body fat. My body fat's not that bad, actually. It's all in one place. So Robin and I made a, a conscious decision. It's not even January 1st when everybody lies about joining a gym and going out. Oh, wait, is that the, is he Mr. Coffee <laughs> I just wanted to distract him with ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, and it works. Mr. Softy's here. Louise, get out there. Go grab some ice cream real quick. I'm jumping out that window right there. Yeah, exactly. And I'm spitting that some bitch. I'm pulling it's, him right out of the truck. I'm going to throw like, him down on the ground. It's like the, 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 dog from, the dog from Up, where he's like talking to him. He goes, oh, birds. Oh, squirrel. Squirrel. Can we get a double soft serve, Holmes? But you know, but the only so, thing I get from Mr. Softy, and it, I'm sure everybody agrees, you don't just want the cone with the swirl. You got to get the It's got to get dipped. Dipped in the sprinkles. Dipped, and then it gets hard, that hard crust yep. on it. Oh, you don't want the sprinkles. You want it no, dipped want in no, chocolate. Yeah, I don't want no damn sprinkles. You don't or, want no damn no, What, what do they call it here? Jimmy's. They call them Jimmy's. 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 Weird. Jimmy's. I, sprinkles. The sprinkles. I don't want, you don't need sprinkles when you put a nice crusty, you get the, the vanilla yeah. ice cream, and you dip it in that chocolate, chocolate, and it hardens, and then you bite into that crust, and all the creaminess is inside. Oh, man. Now he wants one. I'm getting, Look at what you did. But I'm allowed but to eat. Here, I'm in the, we're here, in the zone where we can eat now. So he, just so that you know, eating intermittent fasting, <laughs> there is so much science behind it. And now that that um, rather than listening to the people that were making money off of making people fat, there are scientists out there now who are actually telling us how our bodies really, really work. Yes. Robin, and I got it over here, Robin. Put, put it back up so don't mess with the drop. Okay. Well, I you have it up to a little bit too loud, and it's going on too it's long. Mr. Softy. So turn the freaking Softy song don't off. Don't you dare insult Mr. Damn Softy. Yeah, well, it People gets like in my it. head, and then I can't get it out, so I don't want to talk you about it. You know, I, I actually taught, I taught you the words to the song once. Which is really bad. Talk about racist. I know. It is racist. That Mr. is a racist, a racist song. I will never buy another cone. If you gave me one for free, maybe. Maybe. But I am never spending another dime on Mr. Softy. See? Go ahead. I mean, we can go that route, and then every single Mr. Softy <laughs> would have to go away, and he'd have to change a song, and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. But, um, so, intermittent fasting, There's there are three different types What's of fasting. What's this dude's fasting? name? He's like a, he's done a million There's books. There's many, many, many No, but them. this one guy. Uh, Dr. Rossio or No, he's, I don't or? even think he's a doctor. He's just some I don't know. fitness but, dude. But, um, but there's several different doctors, scientists, who have studied body chemistry, metabolism, and um, it wasn't until the 1950s... That, well, there were, people were racist back then that, in the 50s. That people well, started eating regular, on a regular basis, uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Right. It wasn't until the 70s where, prior to the 70s, uh, if you were told that you wanted <laughs> a snack in between your meal... Your mom probably slapped your hand and said, "Don't, because you're exactly. going to ruin dinner." Exactly. Right. That's why when Mr. Softy would come around at four o'clock in the afternoon, you know, when we were kids, come home from school, my mom would go out there and give him the evil eye, because you know she'd come, she's making dinner, she's coming home from work at five, she's going to make dinner, and then Mr. Softy comes around between four thirty and five, and every kid wants it, and then you, you know, it spoils your dinner. Right. Yeah. And here's the point: is that it wasn't until the '70s that the obesity levels in the United States started rising dramatically, and it was when we were given false information by the 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 government. Go- whatever yeah, the government the, the would lie to us about nutritional. It no. Huge, it was the diet industry. Yes. And um, so the long story short. Our bodies, our human bodies, are actually are a wonderland. Made, actually, aren't they? They are a wonderland. John Mayer told us that. But yeah. they are made to fast. We actually react really, really well to it. I only react. I'm only half fast in my reaction. If I don't eat breakfast. I'm pissed off. <laughs> I'm half fast. Prior, prior to the fifties. A lot of people, most of the people, unless you were really, really wealthy, didn't have three meals a day. Exactly. But you notice, but back then, not everybody was, and now everybody's obese with all the knowledge again of all the, everything has warning labels on it, calorie content, carbs, salt. You're obese because spinach costs $7 a bag and a pocket of chicken costs four. Here is what we need to stop saying. It is not what 
you eat. It's it who is you eat? When. Oh. <laughs> well, that too. But it is when you eat. And, that's, and they have found that intermittent fasting, allowing your body to fast for Hold periods out. of time throughout the, throughout the day. So what we are doing is we're doing a 16-8, meaning we fast for 16 hours, and then we only eat during an eight-hour period. That, you buy this, Eloise? That it no. allows your body to um, start produce. your metabolism goes up, you, you burn fat, you start producing more HGH, which is the human growth hormone. I get, mine from H- Frank, I get mine from Frank Thomas in the gym with a couple of uh, middle-aged milks. is so important husband. to the human body. It helps you, um, it helps heart disease, it helps uh, prevent uh, dementia. It also it helps, helps raise your body's natural insulin there's levels. There's so too. many different things that are positive about it. So... Intermittent fasting, and that's what so we're supposed to do. But that's why Yash does it, though. But Yash does it because he's a natural bodybuilder. And that's but no, he's not no, no, bodybuilding no. He, anymore. When he's, when he's actually bodybuilding, he can't do that. He has to he, eat like well, there 70 thousand pounds of chicken a day. Yeah, but you do it in certain times. Because he's because when you when you are he's bodybuilding, he's not one of these roid When guys. you have a lot of muscle, you actually burn more fat naturally yep. anyway. Yep. So when he's in his bodybuilding phase and he's going in for competition, he cannot do intermittent fasting because it's actually not healthy for him because he needs the additional calories for his so muscle now, so mass. So anyway, so Robin gets all this research. So last night at my sister's house, we had dessert about eight o'clock. She says, "That's it now. Go home. No snacks. No ice cream. No water." Yeah, you can have water. You you, can no, have, you got water. You water is no calories. Food. What about Oveen? No nope. Oveen. No. You so can't any, have any calories. Are you, I'm out. No, so nope. anyway, so we go to bed about midnight. We didn't need anything, so I can make it from 8, 8, 8 p.m. to midnight yeah. and still be awake. Klondike bar calling your name? Yeah, but it's, that's what you got to avoid. Trevor from, uh, from the 203 says, I get my HGH from Balco. Damn yeah. right. That's where Barry Bond shop. So 8 o'clock, you were done. 8 o'clock. We, so then Rob says, okay, now we can't eat. Until we wake up, but we can't eat breakfast. So it's so you got to go. How many hours after it? So it's so from eight p.m. to noon. So that's sixteen hours. Sixteen straight hours with nothing. You can have a cup of coffee. Yeah, you can. And since I don't put sugar, you're supposed to have black coffee. Yeah, black coffee. You can actually have coffee with heavy whipping cream or half and half, but you can't have it with milk because milk has more calories. Oh, okay. So I I have to have WFF. WFF, right? right. I love everything black, like my women, you know. But I I, coffee, I got to have a little half and half. But I don't put sugar in my coffee anyway. So that's good. You can have tea. You can have yeah, water. Yeah, so I had, I had water have... and tea. So that's what, that was at right around 11 o'clock, right? Is that when we broke our fast? Or was it noon? Noon. Noon we broke our fast. I had a cup of coffee, nothing with it, Luigi. Okay. Is there any way you could make it? Not a chance. I didn't think I could either. I got to eat in the morning. Well, yeah. because you work out and you have a lot of muscle. Exactly. Your metabolism's already gone. But yeah. when there is, but when I'm going to do like a race, like the, the bra run, a 10-mile right. run, I'll eat the night before, but when I wake up in the morning before the race, it's a cup of coffee and that's, there's no food. Well, I don't that's, eat. that's because ext- the strenuous exercise, if you eat, then you could throw up, but right. that's not good. See, now and, I got and you to don't have And you, you want to have less uh, waste in the bucket, so Correct. to speak. But that's the thing, though. So <laughs> me, upon awakening, I, I, I'm, I'm going to make breakfast. That's, that's what, what I do. I, that's that's what my do. first thing. Well, I wash my face first and make sure I don't have any shit in my beard because that's I don't want to be dirtier than a dog. I gotta, yeah, I gotta shave. But we are, shit, we are going to do this for one month and see what the. All right, because I weighed myself are. yesterday. I'm, I'm two twelve. How long did you do this for? Already? This. How many days you in? This is just oh, only one day, day in. Okay. Yeah. On one yeah, day. We, went, we went sixteen hours without eating anything. You, guess how much I weigh? 
I got what? weighed three days ago. How much? One ninety-seven. Because you're all muscle. But I'm one. That's still a lot, dude. No, it's not. If you're muscle, one hundred ninety-seven yeah. pounds. I see so. NBA guys who are like seven footers and weigh like two hundred, weigh less than I do. That's true. I mean, a pound of muscle is like two pounds of wait. How does that work? I don't know. Here's the thing. So, so all these diets are gimmicks and stuff. I got the, I got really, I got the meat sweats. I haven't had these kind of meat sweats since, since I had that rip. prime oh, rib. On. <laughs> That's the way you lose weight. You sweat while you eat. You know what I'm saying? So here's so, the thing. But no. So, so let me go back to the we, argument we that have, we had. Okay, it's a but just so that just so that people understand, you you have a window of where Not you the can walls, eat. Not the walls, though. So you are allowed. Well, the sweats rolling down my balls right now. I'll yeah, tell right, you that. You are allowed to eat from twelve. We we are allowed to eat from twelve noon to eight p.m. So, so th- you can eat anything between noon and 8 p.m. You got so, that? Okay, I got so 16 reason. hours off, no food. Correct. Then eight hours. Well, you don't eat consistently for eight hours, but you can eat anything in that eight-hour window. But what, Within reason. I mean, you yeah, should so try so to what's eat the healthier. Calori- but how many calories are you See, are you Robin doesn't think there, that matters. No. The, there, that is a fallacy. That whole concept of calories in, calories out is fake. It does not... I mean, there's a certain amount of truth say, to it, but it is not how you lose weight. Because there is scientific proof that yes. also will back that the only the, one of the ways you lose weight is by creating a calorie deficit. Exactly. Which is what you need to do. Robin you tells just, me that's no, no, you can't no, just no, shove 50,000 calories in your, th- no, your gullet and then just... obviously. Obviously, that if you go completely overboard. But it also is different for every single person. And if you do not have your hormone levels in check, especially women... That is how come women have such much harder time losing weight when they're doing just, just like, I don't know how many times I have actually done this because of what doctors told me, work out more, eat less, and you will lose weight. That is complete and utter bullshit. Not about eating less, but there's, there's, there's the right and wrong, there's good and bad calories. There's also yeah, I know, but I've done deficit. Trust me, I have done everything correct what doctors have told me. I've been under supervision and it does not work. First of all, and then Trevor from the 203 says not having not not having prime rib for Easter dinner is an outrage. We had ham. We had a whim. That's supposed to you're supposed to eat a whim. But here's uh, this is what I argue with Robin this morning because it, it's scientific evidence. Go ahead. I believe every climate scientist in America has confirmed this. Okay. Except uh, Al Gore because he's fat and he's obviously. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have one of these doctors on okay. to talk about All these doctors. Every doctor that has a diet plan is always, oh, yeah, this is revolutionary. There's like 50 million diet plans out there because yes. people want to. And I've never had to go on a diet. This is the first time in my life been forced to do it where I want to make sure that I'm, I'm getting get older. older yes. Especially your hormone levels start going out of whack. Because I know how to make my not... hormones. That's all that matters right now. You know what I'm because, saying? Because, especially I just because... put this on. Rico. Suave. But because, especially Actually, when you're... Actually, it's a Rico Abronia. When your HGH levels are really low, then you are not reproducing what you need to be reproducing. I ain't reproducing anything anymore, baby. <laughs> my baby days are over. I don't want any more baby mamas up in See, this joint. Clinton for jail, you're wrong. It is not about... Yes, it is. is. It no. is about creating a calorie deficit. Yes, it is. Here's you the deal, Rob. Here's I'm the reason have, why. No, here's no, the reason why. Because your intermittent fasting you, does work. The, it's correct. But here's the thing. With the Board shush. of Medical Fucking Science will tell you the only way to lose weight is by cutting... I'm, telling, I'm cutting him off. Oh, he cut him off. I'm cutting him off. The three of us, the three of, I'm not, when you just continue yelling that Don't like yell. that, I'm not going to do that. Don't yell. It's scientific fact. When, 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 when you ripped th- me for arguing with her this morning no, about I'm this, not, and no, then you're yelling no. at her the even louder than I The three of us are not doctors, so 
before we start killing each other. No, but I did other, watch I'm, an episode of. Uh, I am going to have late, one of these night, doctors on. I watched late night. I watched. Yeah, I watched the late night. Uh, what was the great doctor show? ER. When George Clooney did the live episode, remember that when he did the live episode, no, I didn't it was see that. awful. Now I, I, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying about the intermittent fast because I believe in it. I do. I, I, I truly do. But the thing is, though, is that if you're going to lose weight, you do have to create a calorie deficit of yes, some sort. And what correct. I mean by that is, is that the fasting does work, but that does not enable you to eat 50,000 calories. No, I'm not talking about 50,000. Okay. not eat as much as you no, no, want for you still, You still don't want to sit there and just like, you can still have the things you like. You don't like, okay, first of all, if you're saying I can't eat cookies, they're bad for me, that's an eating disorder. That's a having a fear of food. You shouldn't do that. Right. You shouldn't have that. You shouldn't have no, a, you still have a good, you have a meal, but you don't go overboard. It's the eight hour period. And, and you know what? And I guarantee you, and I agree with Luigi on this, that you're not going to eat three, just because you have an eight hour window to eat. No, you're not Doesn't mean like, you're going to eat no, five, six thousand exactly. calories. No, I'm but here's not the talking other point about where, that. Where, where Luigi's absolutely right, proven by doctors and scientists. 3,000 calories is normally, if you have 3,000, if you have 6,000 calories a day, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't do anything. Your body will burn 3,000 calories doing nothing, right? right? So then the other 3,000 calories turn to fat. If you eat 2,500 calories a day and do nothing, you're going to lose 500 calories of fat. And you can lose, in a week, a couple of pounds just by cutting down the calorie content. Your body should naturally... Then if you work out and you, and, you, and you actually increase your heart rate, it's even more efficient. That's the fact. That's scientific facts. You should be healthy in a healthy way. You should be you should be losing anywhere between two to four pounds a month, which is but that's healthy weight that's gone forever. It's not an illusion. It's not water weight. Exactly. That is actual body fat gone. Weight gone. Those lbs are gone. You yes. you realistically you just lost four pounds. You didn't lose. I lost fifteen pounds in a month, but it was all water weight, and you really gained it all back in two seconds. No, I don't have any water. But I am interested in the intermittent fat. I, I do want to see how this how this goes. We're going to try it. And so I don't, one week you're going to. I'm sorry, no. month. You're doing it for a yeah. month. And I can do it because when I wanted to smoke, and I said I got, I've never said, man, I really have to go on a diet. This is the first time in sixty six years where I consider, and I'm not considering. But Robin, are you allowed to like? Are you allowed to chew gum? Are you allowed to do any of those things like that? Can you? As long they they actually tell you not to chew. You're not chewing gum in the middle of the like night. The the fake um, aspartame, aspartame and stuff, because that is a appetite stimulant. Stevia, there's still there's still a. It's a natural source. It's still a not, natural okay. source. They're they're still trying to figure out whether that would cause anything. So far, they say stevia is probably okay. Now you are are you allowed? Are you permitted to continue to hydrate throughout the course of your? Oh, yeah. Fasting hours. No, you can do that. That is actually a must. They say that you should hydrate even more because during your fasting periods, um, one of the side effects is uh, mild constipation if you do not drink enough. Okay. And if you get dizzy or weak, it's most likely because you are dehydrated, not because for lack of food. That's what a lot of people confuse when they're like, if they haven't eaten in a while, they're like, oh, I'm so dizzy. It's because That's they're me. dehydrated, not because you haven't, because humans are made to go days without food. So, okay, so eight o'clock at night, you stop eating. You start, you fast until 12 p.m. afternoon the well, following morning. You can choose your own 16 hour fasting time. No, but that's actually not a bad time because when, so. if you wake up at 8, 8, 8 a.m., right. You know, by, by the time you wake up, you drink a cup of coffee, you get yourself a shower, get yourself together. The next thing you know, it's 10 o'clock. You're about to eat in two hours. So exactly. It's okay. yeah. that's and okay. I made it fine. And when we ate last night at 8 o'clock, dessert, that was the last meal. And I thought, no way, because I have to have at least a biscotti when I wake up with my coffee, right? Just something. 
because I take a couple pills. I take the, you know, I take uh, CoQ10 and with salt palmetto for my, uh, for my prostate. Sal Palantonio, who's a Sal Pal comes in, signs a book, and then gets the <laughs> hell out of here. And then I take a multivitamin. That's right. it. But then I take blood pressure medication and a, and a, and a sinus pill and an, and an allergy pill. Well, if you're eating the right foods, you don't really need them. Yeah, and so that's, why my, that's what the argument was with Robin. It wasn't really an argument. It was a discussion. Bottom line is this. I've never had to go on a diet because I was active. When I lived in L.A., I was in amazing shape. You know why? Because in the wintertime, when it gets cold here, you don't cl- sit inside the house and eat all day. You weren't hibernating in L.A. You were no, out about. No, every day. Robin and I were in great shape because we rode, rode our bikes. We did our show. We get on a bike. Go all We do a 15-mile bike ride every day. Every day, without fail. <laughs> Sorry, I love this. The the Red Z Line 2001 scientific fact, according to the pamphlet that I read at the GMC. And it all says at the bottom: <laughs> these these claims have not been documented by the Food and Drug Administration. You know, oh, you're gonna do this. Every single supplement that you see always has that little disclaimer. Yeah. These claims have not been uh, regulated by the FDA or even confirmed by the food. You can make claims anything you want. But as long as the FDA says, we don't want anything to do with this, that means you can't sue the FDA if some company gives you some damn pills and says it's going to do this for you. So, I, mean, I, don't, I don't take a damn thing. The only thing I eat is clean food and hydrate. That's it, and water. My thing is, and well, and wine, too. I drink a lot, exactly. a lot of wine. It's good for you. But the intermittent, I, I am interested in it because I've, I've thought about changing it up a little bit just to, see, just to see what it would do because every now and again, you do got to shock the hell out of your system. And you shock and this, the monkey, too. You of course. Well, there's, there's different types of it. There's, there's different types of fasting. There's the 16-8, which is 16-hour fast, 8 hours. Is there a 16 hours of eating and 8 hours of sleep? That's then the one that Tony used the, to do. Yeah, also, I did that all winter, exactly. actually. Yeah. There's also the 5-2, and two, which some people find a lot easier. What's that? Where you eat normally. Not 2-2. Two two. That's the uh, <laughs> two two. love connection two diet. 2 Five and two diet. Um, it's called the fast. The the fast diet, I think, is uh, five and two, where you you um, fast for two days, not consecutively. If you don't want to, so it would be like one no, day. That's or two, uh, two Jewish days people even do that. Shit. I only do that when I'm protesting the Flyers case. I, and I, I, would have I a chain myself to a radiator and don't eat for two days. And I know that Tony and I would have a much more difficult time doing that to fast for 24 hours. I would like to be able just to try just to, again for a shock of the system kind of thing. You don't want to do that. No, 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 not that, not the five. You're active. But but it's also they also talk about intermittent fasting where once a month you do like a three day fast or something like that. Yeah, I want to try it. And I have a book here. It's called The Complete Guide to Fasting, Heal Your Body. I'll do it for um, a week. And it's oh. written by, well, who's yeah. it written? I need to be. Did you see that out the window? No. Traction? Marone. Marone. This is written by uh, Dr. Jason Fung and Jimmy Dr. Moore. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> by a Mr. Dr. Dr. Who? Dr. Fung. By a Mr. Fung. Fung. Is that, so anyway. is that, wait a minute. Is that part of a, of a complete sentence? Dr. Who? Dr. Seuss? No. Dr. Dr. Fung? Dr. Cool. Oh, Fung. What's the Dr. matter with you, man? Dr. Fung. Cool. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to have one of these guys on to talk about it. By the way, Dean is if Dean were here, he would be screaming louder because he's screaming loud on the on our uh, Twitch stream. See, I you... weigh two I weigh 240 pounds. I didn't go on a diet. I changed my eating habits and started running. Now I'm 188 and been that way for 5 years. Running. So in oh, your yeah. face. Good yeah. He's so running. You, nobody but, can sit around and lose weight right. doing See, nothing. See, right. But Dean eats well, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You change your eating habits and you exercise. That's the key to success, right? But you don't even have to do strenuous. You just walk a couple of miles. Right. Actually doing exercise. My my again, I'm so not So Trevor, do- Trevor from the 203, he's like, "Bring the doctor in. I want more info." I'm on not this even diet. doing this. We're going to do a favor to all of our listeners out there. I'm, We're going to bring somebody in. I'm not trying this to, to, for the 
to lose weight. I'm just trying to see what it does to my to my body and my eating right. habits and the way I train. No, I have to You're doing it weight. for losing weight, which is why we're going to get to the fact that, okay, so one night you've already done this, but now you, you had an update on this. Well, no, it, no, just really quick, when you're talking about there are different reasons why you would want to do this, you and I actually want to do it for all the reasons. Yeah, it's but not losing just weight. Losing I want. I got to lose twenty pounds. Believe but, it or but not, are, and I've never had to say that in my benefits. life. But there They. I mean, they are now showing that it actually helps your brain, your yep. memory. It helps your heart. If you, um, if you are diabetic, there are people that when they follow this, they actually don't have to take insulin anymore. I yeah. mean, there's like all it these different. It's things. so many different reasons. They're showing that long term, it is actually staving off dementia. I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. People, so. When I get when I get done the Broad Street run, I'll try it for a week. I don't want to change anything. No, don't change, no. It. I don't I don't change it. Don't do it. You're doing it the right way. Once you get to once you get to your weight that you your your perfect weight, the weight that you want to be. There's no reason that you should get fat again. Correct. See, but there are I a mean, lot of people who yo-yo. But Unfortunately, Robin, like you have, you yo-yoed I've yo-yoed over there. Yes. I've never done. I've always been skinny, well, thin. But my point for Luigi is he just because he weighs what he wants to weigh doesn't mean that he wouldn't be able to benefit from something like this. Because if he's trained, if he's out there running every yeah, day, no, going to right the now. gym, doing muscle building, right. muscle removes fat. You turn Rob. fat no, into muscle. But there's other what reasons. What she's saying is, though, too, is that I'd, I'd like to see how this might actually benefit my training as far as like I'm constantly feeding my muscles with protein with proteins with calories carbs that I need during the course of the day during my training time and then while I'm sleeping while I'm resting and fasting my my body is eating off of those calories Mm -hmm. as opposed to eating off the muscle which is what it eats first this is what this 16 hours off is supposed to do it's supposed to be using the body fat to give your system the nutrients that it needs that that that's I can see that that's legit. Yeah, it's legit. Your body feeds off the fat, but if you take more fat and you don't burn it, then you're screwed. You're going to gain weight. I'm going to well, give the, this a the shot. Only, the only way that you can make sure that it doesn't eat your muscle is that um, when your HGH levels go up, because when your HGH levels, your human growth hormone goes up, it actually tells your body to take away the fat to burn the. I fat know, Robin. I did it yeah. when I was in L.A. I was tra- I was in. I was I was I was a human god. <laughs> I was a sex machine. Robin was he a human god? Because you met him in L.A. I'm telling you, from the years 2001 to about. No, I didn't do cocaine. <laughs> I didn't do I didn't do Adderall. All these people do Adderall to lose weight. They do all these. Everybody thinks there's a magic pill or a magic bullet. No it's no all about diet pill. and exercise. And you don't have to be a weightlifter. You don't have to lift up. You don't have to bench press 500 pounds. I'm no, not I trying did, to do anything. Although I did put up 250 10 times once, and that's pretty that damn guy, good for good. a skinny that's little that's, that's very grease good. ball guy from South Philadelphia. All right, enough about damn diets. Please. Okay. Let's get down to the business. Let's I'm gonna get, down get on to the next. I'm going to the bathroom. Don't hang it there. It's going to knock it over. That's what she the said. hell's the matter with you? <laughs> I got to do some <laughs> NBA action today. Yeah, my favorite part of the program, I got to go to the program. I got NBA action today. Right First of all, I want to thank people. I want to thank several NBA teams. I got to get my stupid thing over. Hang on. What do you think? Oh, you have to get your set. So I got it. What, if, if you're wondering what Tony's doing, he has his little soundboard, but there's it's on three different pages, and he can't just see them all at once. And by the way, shout out to Shaq. Do you realize... That's not yes. I want to go to the TNT. So you know, Shaq has like a soundboard on his set. At, uh, I know. I think he, he stole that shot. from you. He did. I'm, that's some bitch. I'm suing Shaq. 
I totally it's not like he doesn't have enough jobs. He's on every commercial now, Shaq. And I he's think, damn good at it, by the way. I think that he saw how much fun you were having and how much yeah. the fans loved it. And so not only did he steal the idea, but he stole some of your rim shots even. And I know who to blame. I, I think I have the culprit. I do too. John Kincaid. Yep. Because Shaq does a radio show with John Kincaid every week, a podcast. You know what? We should and call John. And John Kincaid, are, uh, yeah, we got to call him. I got to get to the bottom of this. Why is Shaq using sound effects? Should we call him today if we can manage it? Or should I? think I... he's on the air, Robin. He has, a, he job. He has a job. You know, he's on in, in, uh, in Atlanta radio. I know he is, but I don't know what his, his hours are. I is he on in on. afternoons? Or? I think he's on right now. John Kincaid. I think I've already snuffed out. Because see what happens when you start doing journalism and you go out and you get a videotape of a statue being removed? You ought, your, your senses of journalism start coming back to you. Oh, yeah. So now, like last night, yesterday, I'm watching the NBA on TNT. Trevor from the 203 says he's on from 12 to 3. Okay, so he's on. So the, the last air. hour of our show, he would be available, right? <laughs> it said use the litter box. It's closer. I have Atlanta, to use the litter box. Atlanta's on the same time zone. Yeah, we're in the same zone. time. Yeah. Remember, so we were just there a couple yeah. months ago. Right? I just had to think about it for a second. <laughs> Hello? Hello, McFly? Bueller? 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 But anyway, so... Just follow your nails. Yeah, because if I don't, I if I don't, I chew them. Tony, they're part of my. They're low calorie though. I just want we, you to know. Can right. I just? <laughs> I'm in just my. I, I'm in my. I can eat uh, hours now. I want to complain, by the way. About what? You. Who the hell's going to complain about me? Your <laughs> obsession. It has become. It has become like a neurotic obsession. You know, like he's OCD about like people that are OCD about stuff. I'm OPP too. Tony is OCD about jagged fingernails. Really? Oh What happens when the weather's dry? God. Your you know your your nails get brittle and then they they break on the edges and then when I cut my nails and I I don't I I are atrocious right now. But I see what I do if I get a little jagged edge and I'm not talking about Alanis Morissette. uh, Wasn't that her song? Jagged little pill. Well, that too. What are you doing? By the way, what, so you're done today, right? Yeah. We're done today at 4 o'clock, right? 4. Yeah. What time? How, what time? 4, four o'clock. Eastern why don't you start worrying about it? Why, why, why don't I do a little something nice for us? We go why, why don't I take a walk down past Yonk? Now, Bella Passeggiata. The Caminade. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. I'll go get a couple Mannies. What do you think, bro? No, I'm not doing yeah. that. Yeah, what do you think, oh, man? Oh, Tony, you should totally get let's a Manny. Get a, let's get a Manny, bro. Oh, it would make my life so happy. You want to get a Manny? No, I want to get me. a Manny. I want a massage. I don't want no damn Manny. You want a massage? I got you a massage, too. I want a massage. I want to float. We have these friends who... Uh, I get the Bob Craft special. I want the Bob Craft. I want a videotape, too, and I will release the tape, just of like course. I did the Kate Smith tape. No problem. But anyway, Walking Kincaid. We have the meets from the noon to 3 on 680 Atlanta and Sunday 6 to 10 on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of CBS Sports Radio, let me get back to the NBA. Yeah, because that was, that was what I was waiting for. Well, I know you were getting a chubby wanting to talk about the NBA playoffs. Yep. That's Tony's, by the way, Robbie. you got to turn that down. I can't control that. I can turn it down right no, now. No, no. Let her do it from there, too. No, I can I, do it no, from here, back. Just let me Because Robin do it. will fuck with it. No, I'm I, sorry. I don't want to use the bad word. I Let me do it. All right. So, speaking of NBA. So, I want to thank so many people because it is, even though it's the Easter Passover season, and it is Earth Day, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs a reminder it's Earth Day? Shouldn't every day be Earth Day? It is in my house. There's you go a- outside. Here's, here's my recommendation for one of you who want to do something. Just go out and poop on a – if there's a tree on your street and a dog hasn't pooped there yet, do what humans do in many parts of our Dude. country. Drop trowel, poop on the street, which poop will provide the, 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 the necessary nutrients that will make that tree go bigger, bigger, and eventually it will become like one of the giant, giant sequoias. problem is nobody's going to be able to poop. They're all fasting. That's the problem. <laughs> there's going to be no poop to go around. Meanwhile, speaking of poop – well, no, the NBA – 
Well, uh, it's pretty much going. Just take a segue shit in the NBA. God. Your NBA action. I want to thank the Indiana Pacers, who we knew had no shot. Zero. I mean, it's in a series that set basketball. They should have played this one in the, uh, in the, in the field house. In Indiana. Well, that's what they call their arena, you know. They, they, have you been to the Pacers arena? I have not, Tony. They did an awesome job with it when they redid it. It looks like an old-school field house, you know, with the, with the girders up top. Oh, that's really cool. Sort of man. like, the, you know, the Indiana field. I like it. Like the movie uh, Hoosiers. Yep, which, is, which was about the score that they put up in both. Yeah, the they should have series. actually played it in that gym and had Coach Norman Dale come out. So it was, a bad, it was a bad series. I'm not taking anything away from the Celtics, but the Pacers without – you Old know, Depot, yeah, they, Old were, Depot. they were toast. They had no they shot, toast. and they got swept away. So I want to thank the Indiana Pacers. At least you got the Indy 500 coming up there. That's a big thing for them. No doubt about it. I don't want to thank the L.A. Clippers for participating as well. Give them an E for effort, but more importantly, give them an L for loss. Give them a loss, dog. There was, there was a spurt in that second half of that game. It looked like the Clippers, they were feeling it, man. They were. And a lot did. of people, especially degenerate gamblers, were worried not about just the point spread. Well, they got screwed. They were, I know they did. Steph Curry like, held the ball. I, I know he did. I know he did. Oh, that was so bad, man. What was it, eight? And then there's like, was it's, eight and a and half? Steph Curry held the ball, I and, know he, it. and he didn't get to the free throw I think they. I think Steph Curry rigged the game. I think he rigged I it. I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. No, I'm Come on. But anyway... So the Warriors go on and win that game. Don't cover the number, but the Clippers are down three games to one, and they're done. That's a final. They are done. Give them an E for effort, as I said. And then your Toronto Raptors. The only hope for Toronto now. You mean Orlando? No, the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors are kicking the crap out of the I know. I'm saying your Toronto Raptors went into Orlando yesterday and pretty much put an end to that series as well. Okay. I know, I know the games. Well, you were, you were saying their only, their only hope is what I was saying. So you didn't, you, you would no, I'm saying Toronto's only hope is if they go on and move on because who knows if the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to win a game seven oh, in Oh, Toronto, Boston. the city of Toronto. Correct. Okay. So Toronto, flying high right now. Playing real damn well, bad, playing real well. And Absolutely. Up three games to one. And the most, there's, there's two really important parts of this game. Even though it wasn't a great game, they got Kawhi at home. Your, mm-hmm. your uh, Orlando match. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard was amazing. But one of the highlights in this game is the head coach of the Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse. You know Nick Nurse? Uh, yes, I do. Not not like not personally. I don't know. I mean, he seems like a fun guy. A good coach, obviously. Sure. Nick Nurse, early in the game, there was a three-second violation called against his Raptors, and the camera was on him on the sidelines. And, and he, he, was, ma- he, he was interviewed afterwards. So. I know that. I'm going to go okay. to the interview, Rob, and I se- I'm setting it up. I didn't know if you knew which video. I, I know exactly what it is. I'm the one who told you where it was and to go get it. So Nick Nurse was the meme of the day, the meme of the weekend, because when his team got called for that three-second violation, he had an 11-second expression on his face. <laughs> First of all, I thought he was, was, was uh, snoring because I didn't have the sound on. Right. Charles Barkley was actually asleep during the first half of that game. Well, that's his nap time. So, yeah. give, give you so I thought he was – I thought you know when people, when people yawn and they get that real wide-open well, thing? Just talking about it makes me want to do it right now. Yeah. I thought he was yawning, but he wasn't. He was, he was like going one of these – instead of going, oh, my God, he was like – and he had a fish mouth, but it was wide open. And it was caught on TV, and it became a meme instantly. Everybody was posting it. So then after the game in the press conference, he sat down with the media, and they asked him about that situ blank and wation. Let's see. At some point. 
It's coming. It's oh crap! They're it's making coming. me do the stupid commercial again. Robin's giving me the giving, ah. me, giving me a hard time. I had it ready and about then about getting to the tape and setting and I'm setting it up and she's giving me crap. It's ESPN. ESPN does this that every single yeah, time. everybody that has a video plays a commercial uh -huh. in front of it. We have oh no this is the we fake chicken sandwich. Which which it's oh no that's a real that's Chick Fil A that's that's and not a fake go. chicken sandwich. Look at his face. On, on I, I wasn't aware of that. Is that a good thing? It's trending a good thing? Oh, it is? Okay. So he was asked after the game with that 11-second mouth thing. Did he know after the game or during the game that My he, name was, is Frank he was trending? I can only go so fast going from one screen to the next. I, I know. tried. I'm not asking you to go to just you always yell at me to pull down the sound. The yell video me. was over. I know, I know, I know. The video I know, I was know. over. Sorry. Okay, my name is Frank. Who the f <laughs> So Nick Nurse, that meme now will be used by everybody. Oh, absolutely. It will make the, you know, it'll be on all the meme boards in an expression of like When he know, says, when she does, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. It, it's perfect. But you saw how long he held it for eleven seconds. That's pretty good. That's longer than most people can hold sex. And he says that he didn't even do it on purpose. He did it no, on purpose. No, he didn't. He, you know, you're, he's not doing it on. Why would he be doing it on purpose? He was like so stunned. People, some, most coaches are getting mad. They're running and they're sweating and they're going or storming up and down, yelling at the officials. He was just like in a, in a, a, a state of shock, like, utter shock. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'd be saying, "What the? What are you saying? I'd get getting in his faces. I'd do a Brett Brown." You know, go out there and go crazy. Aki! I would get the chair like, but I would have gotten a chair like, 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 Bob, no, like Bobby, Bobby Knight, Knight did and throw it across the floor. All he did was freeze with the look. By the way, that was a shock collar moment. I need to train him. Train him to talk he during the yelled. action. No, when he just yelled, he should have moved away from the mic a little bit. I got to get him one of those, uh, one of those things that they put in recording studios <sighs> to keep people away from the damn mic. He gets up. No, on. like he's been fine, but then he yelled. But he should know. I, that's why like, I need a, like a shock, a shock collar, so that every time he does no, it, he it like it trains collar. him. You just need a thing in front of it, see, because I can get real close. No, but that's different. When, when I get move, real close. But when you get when you get loud, you move farther away. Damn right. But Luigi's always loud. But he doesn't he's do that. I think I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> Now you're gonna That's get him pissed off. But he, now and then, he's gonna get loud, and then I'm gonna get the shot collar out and go. Sucks. It, it does. fucking sucks <laughs> to be out here with this out of control shit. I agree. I agree, Larry. Can I call Lawrence O'Donnell, Larry? You can call him anything you want, Tony. The only Lawrence I love right now is Lawrence McCutcheon. And Lawrence of Arabia. And Lawrence of Arabia. And Moses the other night, which I missed. Done. I met, I wonder. I wanted to watch the the Ten Commandments. It was on, on Saturday Easter. night. I, I remember know, we had this Tony, debate last I know, week. No, Tony, but I couldn't. I couldn't watch it. So I went on Netflix and I watched the Bible on Netflix. Yeah, okay. It was... sucked. Wait a minute. I don't even the know Bible, what a Hulk is. Game of Thrones esque. Robin. What by the Bible come is was made in what year? I don't know. What, what year was that mean, from? Can, you mean the Ten Commandments? No, the Bible, Luigi. Yes. Which version? Pay attention. What? When? What year was the Bible made in? Oh, that was like 2015. Oh, that was the modern one. Modern yeah, one. It, looked, no, it was seriously like yeah. the Game of Thrones. It, lo it looked just like the Game of Thrones. Wait a minute. So is this Z Red Line Z 2001 says, Tony doesn't even know what Pokemon, what a Pokemon is, much less a meme. I know what a meme is. I know what a, uh, what's the other, what's the other thing? A we gift. Like? A gift. 
I know Pokemon. Known as a GIF. I was out there last summer. Was it last summer when all these You're idiots are standing around hunting yeah. Pokemons? Some you know, like of them you'd got see a killed. Of, you can just see people, group of people, walking around saying, "He's right there. It's it, there's a Pokemon." Okay. And, and they would masturbate, and they would and they would jizz like what's his face, Peter North. In most films. I have to say, though, the new Pokemon, these Pokemon movie actually looks it. really cute. The Pokemon movie? Pokemon... You know who the voice of Pokemon is in this movie? No, I like Ryan it. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is the voice and, of Pokemon. And it's very it's very tongue-in-cheek and, and, and kind of over-the-top, just like his Deadpool character is, but different. A little cuter. 2016, by the way, the I'm summer. Gonna, I think the summers are flying by when you're getting older. Robin, can you crank my soundboard up just a little bit, please? Crank it up. Thank you. Crank it up. Thank you. Maybe. Thank you. I got your Pokemon right here, sucker. I got your Pokemon. Ridiculous. I have uh there wasn't Was there something the else from NBA that then you yes. have Houston and the- So no no, I got to continue on because that the, the Orlando game He's obsessed with the, with his nails. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Exactly. You're coming with me after this is done. The, no, I am not. I yes, don't have you nails are. to get a damn Manny Petty. I'm going to take not a Manny. I'm not floating a bill for Manny Petty. I'll get you a Manny though. I can get here on Pasadena. There's like every 15 feet there's another nail salon here in South Which Philly. is why the price is low. Robin, yeah, you exactly. want to go? You want to go with me, Robin? You get one of those nooners with the I'm those... going. You want to go? I I own unfortunately I don't have time today. No, you know why I want to go there? I want to I want to be there and I want to get the, the the lacquer shine like, you know, like my Greenberg Put and some all candy on that shit. Put some candy on and it. And then I want to hear the Asian woman say, "You want design with that? You want design?" No, how do they I say don't, it? Right? I don't ever get design I'm on I'm going to get you a get... Sixers logo right across. <laughs> no, you're going to get the Kate Smith on oh. your Yes. You know what I'm going to do? God Black shroud. No. Black and white shroud, Tony. Yeah. He did By the way, it. where Look is the shroud? Did you did you, the threat back. of a shock collar <laughs> actually worked? Works with dogs. Yeah. Now where's my shroud? I got it. Got. Can, Where is it? It's, it's upstairs. upstairs. I, I don't know if I put it. I don't think I put it outside. I want to prove people that I actually have, not the shroud of Torin, although I had a fake one I bought on Hollywood Boulevard once the when I bought it. The shroud of Smith. The shroud of Smith. I have. It's world famous. It's been. It's, it's, it's tattered. It is tattered, but the sons of bitches who took the thing off before they they cut her there statue off with it. This is the actual. I'm not making this up. And you can see it. There's still grass on it. So this is what they used to cover Kate Smith. And then, of course, the really classy dudes who did this. What did they do? Threw it in the grass. They threw it in grass right over the little fence there at Xfinity well, because, Live. Which, which is not classy. They should have actually thrown it in the trash. But it's, it's a... It, well, when you're a scumbag and it's yeah. 3 in the morning and you're, you're out there to do a job, I'm sure Jim Kenny was in on this. Is there anything else more, Tony Bruno, than him having the shroud of I have the shroud. And I'm so, going to put this up on eBay. No. You need no, you don't what? need to put it up on eBay. This is the ultimate protest piece in the history of protest. In fact, you I may s- do the rest of the podcast. Next stand where the Kate Smith statue was, Tony, and you hold the shroud up yeah. and protest. Oh, no, just put all- it over him. No, and, I'll and, do like they do on like in, in street corners when these guys stand on milk crates and they're pretending that they're like robots and they're silver. Ding dong, somebody's at the door. Did you ever see the silver guys? Yes. And they like stand perfectly this still. This is ridiculous right now, by the way, what I'm watching right now. And, and I'll stand. Tony's in a bar. In I'll a bar go stand on the Kate Smith pedestal, and then I'll have this thing wrapped around. This is the I'm not making this up. I didn't go out and buy this. I can't believe I have it on. It was sitting in dirt where people piss after they leave Xfinity Live. Drunken millennial punks. I'm taking a picture of this so you can see yourself on the big screen later, Tony. I mean, this is No, it. but there's no other greater <laughs> protest piece that you have right now. You should stand. We should do. We should, we should get, get the equipment. Mm-hmm. And do a show right out front of Xfinity Live where, where the statue used to be. Yeah. And you voice your dispiage for no. the Comcast Corporation, the Flyers organization, 
and the rest of the honks and the people out there that were that were calling for Kate Smith's head, basically. And now it's She's gone. She's dead. She's but dead. But now it's gone. But even in th- what is this, Robin? Did we get a package. What do we got? Is it something for me? I got stuff coming. I can't too. see it, Robin. I'm shrouded. I'm shrouded in secrecy right, right here. <laughs> we got a package. I think it's one of our very first Amazon gifts from our wish list. No, on, on our Twitch. Wait, you got a wish list gift? We have a wish list on our Twitch channel. What are you watching? Well, I didn't put anything on the list yet. You don't get nothing on the list. I need stuff. Twitch.tv slash Bruno Nation Live. As we are shrouded today on a Easter Monday. Uh, happy Easter to all of you. you now, know, I'm, I'm so we, we have on, on our Twitch homepage mm-hmm. um there tony take it off seriously I, 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 no listen i'm, I'm so s- distracting For, this is my t- idol right here and i'm doing radio with him under a fucking black truck <laughs> on our twitch homepage, mm-hmm. we have an amazon wish list of things that um we've either talked about or i mean it's, it, it runs the gamut from all sorts of stuff now there's some really expensive things on there just because they're on my wish list. That does not mean that I expect anybody to get them. I do. But um, we have heard that fans do this on other radio shows. So, you know, I'm just like, what the hey? So if you go on there and if you're ordering on Amazon and you happen to have the Amazon uh, account. And Prime, you f- Amazon Prime. And, and you've now gotten your Twitch Prime for free and you're subscribing to the Tony Bruno Show and you feel so inclined to purchase one of those items on there, you just click on it and it'll be sent here. And um, something came today for us. What is it? Did you open the box? No, should I open it? Because yeah. I have no idea what it is. I, mean, I can't see the box. Yeah, because you have a stupid black shroud over your head, Tony Bruno. He's wearing this it in protest. protest. Formal protest. Here's my protest. It's a formal protest. I could go down there with a bunch of thugs and baseball bats and beat some heads in. I could go... <laughs> Block City Hall at 5 in the afternoon when people are trying to get home from work and uh, do a stupid protest. I can go put a vagina hat on and go out there and, and join all the other super hot, uh, le- uh, not so hot uh, feminists who are out there protesting whatever the hell they're protesting when they have nothing else to do, which is they protest every damn weekend and accomplish nothing. This is actually doing something. By the way, I want this to be my new avatar for at least a day. Right? <laughs> can we get a still shot of this? <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. <laughs> All these honks. But, by the way, I want this to be my new avatar, Rob. Okay. I, have, I have video of it. Hang on a second. I think uh, Cousin I think it, it. No, I, who was it? Was, yeah, Cousin It. No, Cousin It was the hand. No, Cousin It was the guy with the, sh- with the sheet over him. No, but it he, wasn't the sheet. It was his hair. Oh, so, that's right. It was his long hair. Yeah. That's right. The so, guy with the sheet over him, I think, was, uh, was uh, the white nationalist, by the way. Speaking of white nationalist. As I continue on with the uh, NBA action, so I mentioned the Nick Nurse thing. We played the uh, the viral video. Hold on a second. Do me a favor yes. so that everybody can really see that it's you. Pretend that you're talking with your hands. See, I'm not talking with my hands when I have the shroud on. He has a shroud. It's so a- anyway, so during the game, after the game, we told you about Nick Nurse, but you could tell they didn't take this loss lightly in Orlando. <laughs> Who would have thought? I can't take this show seriously. Who would have thought? That in Orlando, Florida, the home of Universal Studios, where they have the uh, Harry Potter ride, uh-huh. the home of Disney World, which pretty much is half of the entire Orlando metropolitan area now. Correct. That they would take their basketball beatdown seriously. So did you see what happened after the game? What happened? Markel Fultz the, actually do no, something? No, Markel Fultz. Maybe he was in the suit. I guarantee it. Maybe Markel Fultz donned himself in a 
in a white Easter bunny suit. Full white Easter bunny. And so on the streets of Orlando, which are pretty mean on a Sunday night, there was a couple, there were two guys going at it. Yes, there were, Tony. There was a dude, two dudes were fighting. And then out of nowhere comes in the Easter Bunny. Let's go to the tape, Robin. Do we have that queued up? Yes, I do. This Sorry. is actually recorded by multiple cameras. Yeah. There's no POV lens. But you got to, if you're watching this now, if you haven't seen it, you can watch it on our Twitch channel. The, the dude in the white Easter Bunny suit comes in, breaks up the fight, and then starts laying a beat down Tony, on the one dude. There's a white dude and a black dude fighting. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, Are you, you ready? Can see through that thing? I don't okay. have to see it. I know it. I've watched it. I'm uh, dying right so now. So the white dude and the black dude are throwing down in the street right, right in front of the club. Do you want audio? Yeah, or? bring it up. Okay. Crank it up. I got it. I got the it. The audio is the best part. Well, the video is good, too. How many times? Peter! Peter! Yeah. Peter! Peter! Video stalled, Robin. He spit on you, boy. He's the buddy, too. <laughs> Easter Bunny just swinging haymakers. And then the Easter Bunny. Oh, it's a guy and a girl fighting, Tony. Oh, it was? Yes, that was a guy beating up a girl. Or so, the white, so the white trash dude yes, was, was, a guy? was fighting a black girl, and, and then the Easter Bunny black... jumped in and, got, and, and jumped on top of the guy. That's a chick and a dude fighting right no, there. Well, listen, I'm all in. I, I think the Easter Bunny did the right thing. That's what it was. I if I was there, I would have jumped on that cracker too. But here's the funny thing, yeah. though, is that everyone else allowed the guy and a girl to fight for about 45 seconds until the bunny came in. But the bunny's over there. Look, he's laying on his feet, Tony. He's laying on his feet. He's no Peter Cottontail, but he can, he's no, got some No, but moves. you see, the best part is after the Easter Bunny comes in and starts absolutely... I mean, it was they, – they, they should have, he should have thrown the towel, the dude that was down. They threw his shirt off, though, because he was trash. He's he white jumped trash. on the guy for, for – because he, they, I he mean, was trying he to was, him. I mean, he was wailing. The Easter Bunny was kicking ass and not even taking names. And then after it's all over and a security guard comes over with a bandana, right? And uh, you could tell he was a, like a bar security guard. And he comes over and breaks it up. Then the Easter Bunny does a victory lap. He starts doing, you know, the – he was like doing his jabs and – you know what I mean? Like after, when they, after a fighter, when the fighter comes yeah, out, and he when starts they, warming up. And, and when doing, they asked that bunny for commentary after is, it, and they said, you know, yeah, because yeah, they didn't know he could fight like that. Yeah. And this is the bunny. He, he don't know me very well, do he? <laughs> <laughs> Easter bunny got hands, Well, brother. let's put your hands together. Ladies and gentlemen, who said the Easter bunny's a wuss? Who said he's a scary pussy that sits in a mall and scares children? For a couple of weeks. Tony, you're muffled when you're underneath there. No, it's you need a good to, sound. No, he sounds no, good. You, you need to get out, and it also is distorting the video. And there's so. people that are saying they found the shroud offensive, Tony. Is it so offensive? You need to, you need well, to take it off. Well, one person said it. Well, of course, if one least, person says it, then it, we have to. At least it wasn't a white shroud. I mean, you know, imagine that. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine if they Did you put imagine a white you cut some holes out <laughs> so you could see? My God. By the way. There are going to be some people that see that thinking that you're like trying to pretend that you're wearing a hijab or something like that. No, I'm not. Is, I'm, 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 I'm the Kate Smith statue. This is the actual. Look at this. This, is not, a, this is not a prop. This is the rag. Somebody's bed sheet. My buddy just texted me. and goes, yo, what's your boy Bruno doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Well, how funny would that be? Seriously. If we did a show from there with the black No, not shop, even a show. You I just go, need to go, go over back there. over there. And then I stand on top of the and the, hold the it pedestal. formal protest. Yes. No, and I put it over me and yeah. I stand there as if I'm Kate Smith. I agree. And then just can't candid and reactions. Since, and since you weigh 212 pounds right now, I'm you about could kind of Kate Smith. Let's do it. 
Let's do it. Stop banging on the table. Every camera crew in the studio. I know. I should announce. Let's bring a press release. Attention, media. Call, call, Cherik. Should we? You know what we should do? We should. We should not only do that, but like we should have people come down and join us. Yes. People who 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 want the statue put back up. No, nobody wants the statue. I don't care about the statue. I do. I'll you, go to a Flyers game. I'll pay full freight to a Flyers game if they put the statue back People are, do it. Do it. Do it. Let's do it. What's the worst they're going to do? What's, what's the worst that could happen? I think the head of Comcast. Who's the guy in charge of Comcast who was like a dick to us at one of the oh, events? Oh, I know. I don't remember what but his what's name the worst anymore. that could happen? It's pirate radio. What's the worst he could do? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Redline 2001. Here's the problem response. <laughs> Suck my dick. Seriously. Redline 2001 says he was complaining about being too hot, and then he goes and puts a giant black shroud on for another well, epic rant. Well, the bl- it, it well, cools Brian you down. Rob, it cools Brian you Rob. down. It cools you down. Yeah. It cools you down. Just a few Now, few drops. should I open our wish list yes, item Yes, I want to see what's oh, in on. the box. Hold on. Drum roll, Robin. Hold on. I got your drum roll. Hang on. Hang on. You got to make it. Tr- Everything on the show has got to be dramatic. You know that. So yeah. now, this is from Noah Bender. Bender, and I think he—I think this might be Noah from the 405. Not, not Aaron Bender, our good buddy out there in Los no, Angeles. No. If, you a, if you ever need an arc, I know a guy. Oh, and my drops are. St- everyone's saying the drops are so low. Robin, my drops are low. That, please turn Robin, it back up. Please, it's mine. It's your all no, the way freaking it's your up. Your headphones are all the way up. No, yours is all well, the way something's up. Something's not right. Nobody heard this. Listen, how low this is. Well, yours is all the way down, Tony. Why did you turn mine all the way down? Because you were playing with something too. Stop playing God over there. That's racist. It is. Okay, let's get back. Let's, let's get back to the business. Ceremony here. What is that? Oh, is that a cart? Oh, I no. know what that is. That's Stool? one of those. That's one of those stools when you go to a, like a golf tournament and you have no place to sit and you pop it open and you sit down. No, these are twenty-four inch folding stools. Um, so that here, hold on a second. I'm going to actually put. This is so okay. So this was one of because when was we this were, on the wish list? Because we had to bring something from the outside. We had to bring an outside chair. Oh yeah, an alum, one of those aluminum bar chairs. And so this, these are chairs so that they will fit here. By the way, for people inch- who are watching, Robin and I yesterday morning on Easter, after I came back from my journalistic. Oh, uh, check that out. That's pretty sweet. It just folds just like that. It's like assless chaps, except there's no on, back on it. So hold on a second. Let me let me switch over to. Oh yeah. Is it good? Oh, this is. Per- Are you kidding me? This is perfect. Okay, I'm I'm switching. So thank you, Noah Bender, for. Where's Noah from? What? Where's Area Code 405? I'm assuming that that's where. 405 is in California, isn't it? Is it for? Well, no, that's a freeway. Is the oh, area code? Oh, that's right. That's the wrong freeway. Yeah. I don't know. Where's area code 405? Hang on. Luigi's so, looking here, it up. Here's so it's a two pack. Oklahoma. Love Tupac. Oklahoma is yep. where 405 is yep. from? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And even though the Oklahoma City Thunder. 539-918. So even though, even though the Oklahoma City Thunder is on the verge of elimination. By the trail. I mean, the, about Portland actually being as advertised, Tony. That was a three versus six seed who a lot of people, including myself, thought Oklahoma City has a chance to trip them up easily. Nope. Especially after Portland got bounced in the first round last year by New Orleans. But now, it looks like Damian Lillard. Is taking over the playoffs. Yes, he has. And the amazing thing about this is that the the uh, Portland Trailblazers are not a great road team. Absolutely not. And they go into Oklahoma City and win by 13 in a must-win game they for are, the they Thunder. Are, they're controlling. I can't believe it, man. And you saw what happened yesterday to San Antonio Spurs. Yes, sir. Too many white guys, I think. I it's think just, that was the finally that's caught happened. up to him, Tony. <laughs> even even Greg Popovich at halftime when he was We're interviewed. too white. We no, no, too. he said because they're all European guys. They're all like foreigners. The white guys. Yeah. 
you know, Marco Bellinelli and right. all the guys. He said, I'm going to have to speak. The uh, the guy, oh, Dennis Scott was interviewing him on TNT right. at halftime. And, you know, Pop is like one of the most acerbic interviews. Yes. He like sits there and you don't know what he's going to say and you're waiting for something. And he said, what are you going to say to these guys? Says, I'm going to have to speak different languages. That's what he said. <laughs> Where the hell's Manu Ginobili at? Now, are they comfy? <laughs> They're very, without, uh, so I have a cushion on there because I've sit on here for three hours. Well, you need the cushion for the pushing. But if I was to sit here just regularly, they have a little bit of give in them. So you kind of like, it's just, it, it bends a little, a little bit for you. It's good. It's, Supposedly, it's, they hold 300 pounds, up to 300 pounds. It's a solid So stool. I can sit on your lap, and we're still good. And mm. and now, Tony, <laughs> I know I – now, I need to st- sit a little bit higher because I'm actually on the cork bar top. So yes. I need a bar height. These are counter height, which is what you guys are at. Yep. So, Tony, you would actually fit this as well if you wanted to. I need to. a back support, though. Oh, you I'm need a back support. Older. Right. I rock a lot, so I'm. But good. this is this is good for guests, and it's easier to get up and down rather than yeah, because see, that has no wheels. And even this too, it, that microphone, the boom mic, is, is slightly elevated higher than this. Mm-hmm. But this is now counter height, which is good. Yeah, it's right here. It's perfect. By the way, do so you awesome. like our new countertop? I love Robin it. And and I are you going to put a nice? You going to put a nice little finish put a nice on this? lacquer on this yeah. thing? Lacquer. lacquer. We're going to make it. We're going to make it match this top here. So you know, one of the problems we had here is because oh, this is we'll just as just an old rolling kitchen cart that Robin and I had in our apartment before. it up. And so we added. What is this? A twelve, uh, a sixteen-inch shelf that has a uh, brackets well, on it. Well, I think it, his is so we 16, can fold yeah. it down. Yeah, that is a sixteen-inch shelf because that's this we is had sixteen, to, yeah. and that's a twenty-four. Right. And Luigi now at the end of the counter where he had no way to put his legs under and no counter space. Now you know we we're about open concept and good counter space, like on all the TV shows, all, all those uh, uh, house hunters. <laughs> What's it all about? <laughs> open open t- concept, entertaining space. And good counter cut top space. And, that's, yeah, and, and you got to have that. And in the NFL, it's all about gap control. You know, you know that? And gap <laughs> penetration. You know what I really like? I love the fact that Amazon arrives during the show. So if anybody sends us something, we open it up right here oh, live man. in the studio. And every day we can do a segment called... Oh, what's in the box? Exactly. You didn't even... Did you play that? Yes, when I, was I like, played okay. that. I was too excited about opening up something. We were both playing it. It was exciting. It was like dueling boxes. Oh, well, I saw that in a movie the other night on the Hustler Channel. I saw channel. it on the Fifth Street. We talked about dueling boxes. Isn't that, that should be the name of a porno. Yes. Lacquer. Dueling boxes. I don't even know her. Of course, everybody knows all the ER things. Uh, lacquer. Nothing will be better. Nothing will be better. Not only did we put these together. You see what we did? Look at the edge. Look at the edge. You know what that is? Because this is just pine, and it's got a sharp edge. So you don't want to run your arm against it, and you'll slice, you'll slice your arm off. We got the we got the molding, and I got my. Uh, you got a nail here, though, man. I know because I, I have to, I don't have the little hammer to tap it in. Is you it sticking put, out too much? Nice I got a I got a, a text message nah, back from the fabulous a- Mr. John Kincaid. He says, "Call me anytime." We have breaking news. Yes. We can't get him on the phone. Why can't we get him on the phone right now? Right. So let me try. So. This is not for normal. This is normal. a controversy. We're going to get an answer to it. This is not for normal consumption, and I have no idea if this is going to work. You gonna Skype him through? But I'm going to try, I'm going to effort to Skype uh, John. Now, Larissa3348 is now following us. Thank I'm going you. to effort to Skype, not video. Can't do video because the extra camera won't work. Tony, you but <laughs> let's While Rob is doing that, so Tony, <laughs> when you're talking about the ER jokes at the end, yeah, yeah. The last summer we're outside. Remember we're outside and you're talking to your neighbor. I didn't see your neighbor, but you were like, we were <laughs> I was coming back from your mom's house and I was on the phone. I go in the house, 
And Tony's talking to his neighbor. She's a short little old lady. And he goes, Luigi, do me a favor. Go out back and get the ladder. I'm like, ladder? And I turn around. I see her. I was like, she goes, what, what was that? I'm like, oh, nothing, sweetheart. This <laughs> is so funny. Disgrace. Yeah, disgrace. By the way, how was he serving at your house? It was beautiful. Was yeah. nice? was good? My little uh, goddaughter. Well, well, she's my god niece, right? God niece. She's my second niece. So if my cousin, so my, my sister's daughter's baby. So it's Jesus. your niece's baby. That's it's your... my niece's baby. So is she my great niece? I think so. I think that's great niece. I don't know. She's a gorgeous little girl. She's not even two years old. She's already trying to go potty. Nice. She's talking. She's like 19 months old, and this kid's walking and talking. She's absolutely a gorgeous little girl. Olivia. 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 Which is not one of the names on Game of Thrones, fortunately. Or is it? It could be. They're running out of people. It's a really popular name, though. Olivia? Sophia, Olivia. What are some of the other? Luigi. Luigi, yeah, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting very Daisy. popular. Apparently on Pash Yonk Avenue. Yeah, exactly. That's good for you, pal. Whew. This chick went to go meet a Tinder date. His name was Luigi. Oh, that's a good kidding. story right there. I'm not even kidding. And you know how it happened, right? You know, what, you know how it ended. Two chicks at the same time, man. Correct. And you know what we do for that. Thank you, guys. That wasn't even her date. <laughs> that was the best part. Did somebody come up and say, do you mind if I dance with your date? Do you mind if I dance with your date? <laughs> By the way, Bob from Valley Forge, active. Today. As always. He writes, is you is or is you ain't my baby? By the way, the Yankees have released Gio Gonzalez. Really? My, how the money have fallen. Well, he was in their minor league system, and with all the problems, the Yankees, all these injuries, one thing you see about baseball, it's the season that this, you know what the two most popular injuries are in the early going in baseball? Uh, chlamydia? Tweak? No, no, that's, oh, why, that's, oh, uh, that's, that's in the NBA okay. or probably in baseball, too, because those guys have longer road stays. That's what I was trying They don't to get say, in and out. They go into town. They stay for three it's days. Four-day load yeah, trip. They're getting all the cool mods wherever they are. They got chicks waiting in every city. It's a great gig if you can get it. So anyway, <laughs> the two most popular in guy, it's tweaked hamstrings. Like every player now is tweaking a hamstring. You notice that? Yeah, because it's, they're still not they're still not baseball all the way ready yet. But you know what else is a popular injury? The What's second that? one, turf oh, toe. No, oblique, oblique strain, oblique yep, from swinging the bat. Yeah, in cooler weather, right? You swing yep. the bat. You see, Aaron Judge hurt himself swinging a bat. Now he may go on a disabled list. They say it's worse. Uh, the Phillies have all these hamstring issues, and it's like all it's like an epidemic. And it's funny every year it's a different injury that's like the most popular. Remember once first it was like uh, what were the ones a couple of years Sports ago? Sports hernia. Sports hernia was big in football. Uh, turf toe. Turf toe. What else? Uh, Sprain, ACL ACL sprains, strain, high ankle sprains, high ankle sprains. They yeah. were a big one. Groin sprains, lower body injuries. Robin's making phone calls. Let's go I'm to the trying. Phone. I, I, like I don't know if this is going to work, ladies and gentlemen. And it's not Tommy John, at least. Although he makes good underwear and was a great pitcher for the Dodgers. Although Tommy John injuries are now common, and they're like it used to be. Oh my God, you got Tommy John, you're done. Remember, people used to have them on. They have them on purpose. Young kids are having them on purpose. Hello I got some. There. Oh Wait a minute, ladies and gentlemen. We are live for our very first ever Skype call. Now, do you, are you on camera, John? No. No, I'm not on camera because I am in. Sitting in Atlanta traffic, which Tony is quite crappy. It's a, a, a literal dumpster so fire. Yes, exactly right. So, John, I noticed something yesterday watching the NBA on TNT, and then a light went on because I've gone back into journalism mode since I've exposed the Kate uh, Kate Smith statue controversy, and I have the shroud, by the way. I actually have like the, the shroud. Larry Kane. 
You're Larry King. No, I'm more like the George uh, Wallace. Not George Wallace. He was the governor of Alabama, and he was a racist. <laughs> Proven racist. I was like, I'm the Mike Wallace. I'm like the Mike oh, Wallace. Oh, Mike Wallace. I'm like Dr. Okay. Herb, I'm like Dr. Herb Denenberg. Or who are the others? Oh, there you go. I'm like the John is... Stossel. You know, give me some good. In... <laughs> I'm like the Woodward and Bernstein. Except, That's a good one. Except I'm not old and Jewish. But I'm just like Woodward and Bernstein when they're breaking news. The, you have the shroud, too. I did. You I actually wore, have the shroud. I actually did. They threw it in the, in, the, in the grass, in the bushes. But since I am a journalist, I went and got it, and I said, I'm taking this baby home. But we just came up with a great idea. I actually did a segment of the show, John, wearing the shroud. Looking so like you did do you wore did you do you look like something out of Star Wars? No, no, I look like a, or, a guy, I could be a KKK guy if it was white, but luckily it's a black shroud, so I'm okay. Very like, especially when I'm at Atlanta. That's very good news. Thank you. <laughs> that you so, got the so, right color scheme going. So I got the shroud, uh, and I we came up with an idea, and I know you like radio hijinks. So oh, I do. We were suggesting. I just sent John. I just sent you the photograph of Tony wearing the shroud. And I think it's going to be on front pages. I think it's going to be on the front page of the New York Post tomorrow, probably. I can't wait to see it. You in the shroud. That is in the shroud. It's right at Holy Week too, which will really please like all the old nuns back at St. Annie's. In fact, I look like I look like I look like a nun if I just cut. No, but let's see if I cut a hole in it, then people would think I'm doing a burqa joke, and I'm not. It's the shroud that they cover. So here's Luigi. We all just cooked this up on there because that's how great ideas come from radio shows. So yes. I go. I take the shroud. I go to the pedestal where the statue stood, and now that whoever cut it down did a nice job and going right down to the base with you know he had one of those uh, what do you call grinders grinder. Okay. The guy with the grinder did a nice job because he ground down the two pedestals that were holding Kate up there. And you are not on grinder. Would you specify that? I would, you I've are never not been on grind. grind. I'm, I've never been, but some you know some weekends I've thought about it. I think been, Luigi does, does grinder. You no, know, he's been on Tinder. Bumble, Tinder, whatever it is. Tinder. When Robin's grinder. out of when Robin's out of town, grinder can be an option. I'm a, no, no, I'm no, no John. Those... Who do you think made him his profile on Tinder? <laughs> I haven't been on Tinder you. lately. I should get back on there. So if I put the picture of me with the shroud on Tinder, would I get action? You get a million likes. Are you kidding me? Oh, I the, think way, you, the way the PC people are like. I, I think you'd get mounted like a statue. Very exactly. similar. So what you think, because I know you're a big, listen, we go way, way back to the day. Yes, when, we do. You know, you called into the show. You were big, working with Mike Keenan back in those days. Yes. And you and I are old school, old time hockey guys going way back when. And so you, Absolutely. you understand, know, and appreciate the history of the Flyers. I've been following the Flyers since they came into the league in 67 when the Spectrum roof blew off in the first week. So I'm a hockey lover. I'm not a hockey hater. There's a lot of guys on radio and TV who, you know, who disregard hockey, hate it, and now I'm sure all of a sudden they love it because the Flyers took that stand. Again, I'm not going to go through the whole thing again, but I got the shroud. So what I'm going to do, instead of like marching and blocking traffic at City Hall at, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, how about if I go on the pedestal? I'll sweep the sleeves off, though, that they, they conveniently forgot to sweep off and wear the shroud and stand there like those uh, guys do, you know, in streets. And they, they're standing like in still. Vegas. Like in like Vegas. In, like in Vegas in the Venetian. Right. On the they strip. had that in and yes. at Caesars. They had that, too. Yeah, they have it in the Santa Monica on the Third Street Promenade. Yes. Yeah, people standing on boxes right there. and they paint themselves silver and they look like robots or, or like statues. And then people go I, up to them. They were right. In the Venetian, they have guys... And then, and of course, in Paris, they have guys who look like French artists, and they're standing still. So I'll stand still wearing the the actual shroud that was over the Kate Smith statue, and 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 beg for donations. How, how about I that? I think that would work. I think that would work. And I think too. The only problem is this: 
Mayor Kenny knowing right where to find you at any time. Yep. I'm, I'd be checking for snipers. I'm just saying I'd be checking for snipers because if he knows where you are and you're stationary, the Philadelphia Parking Authority and Kenny then know exactly where to find you. Yeah, they'll and I'd have me. a I, I'd have a big and I you know what I'd get a big gulp too. I'd have a big gulp. Do they still sell? No, them? I'm going to drive like, to Delco. I'm going to drive to Delco up to Aston where they canceled their carnival the other night because of out-of-town thugs who went there, apparently. It's funny. Who goes? Yes. Who goes? Who travels to Delaware County to cause trouble? Don't they have enough well, local people? Off, <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have to ship in any trouble to Delco. I mean, seriously. We don't need to out... That's not like outsourcing. We don't need to outsource Delco. Now, of course, I'm from the good side of Delco. And I was always told... If you turned right going out of O'Hara, if you turned right, we were going to the good part of Delco. It was the kids who lived down in Fort Plenty area that you couldn't trust. Now, how about they the, were the ones. Speaking of Delco, how about the pride of uh, Bryn Maher and and a former Atlanta Brave draft pick who's uh, Phil Gosselin looking pretty oh, good. Oh, Phil Gosselin. And we love Phil. We love him. We, he was with the Braves organization. I know too. they drafted him. And I got to know Phil. And I got to know Phil back then. And he loved WIP back yep. in the day, and he loves all the Philly sports. Great, great young man. I'm glad to see him having his time. But he's a Malvern kid, Tony, and i got to tell you, yeah. being an O'Hara guy, my dad made me take the entrance exam to Malvern. Malvern, and prep, I Malvern prep. Come on, let's get it right. And, right, Malvern prep. And he made me take the exam, and I said, I passed the exam, and he wanted me to go to Malvern. And I, my brother and sister went to O'Hara. My friends were from St. Anastasia's were going to O'Hara. And I was like, I don't want to go to Malvern. And I told my dad that I would flunk out on purpose. And he was a mailman from Drexel Hill, my dad, old school, delivered the bulletin in the afternoon. Love the bulletin. And I had, and I had the work. Nearly everybody read it, too. Yeah, nearly had, every, except Luigi. He doesn't work. even know what the bulletin was. <laughs> oh, no. He, uh, my dad had the worst fit. And he had many a fit before he died when, he, when I was 16. He had many a fit at my behalf. But that was one of the worst that his kid wouldn't go to Malvern when I had a chance. So I've always had a thing for Malvern that my dad wanted me to go so bad that I just was like, no, I'm not going to Malvern, Dad. I'm just not doing that. So I'm a little uppity. Now, my cousin Dan, by the way, if you wanted to do anything in Bryn Mawr, my cousin Danny is the fire chief. A Bryn Mawr? In Bryn Mawr, too. I'm not allowed Danny in Bryn Mawr. Yeah. I'm not allowed in that side well, of Delco. I'm no. only allowed in, like, Glen Olden and No, Aston you are allowed. You're allowed in Bryn Mawr. Bullcroft. I'm big in Bullcroft. Big Dan will have your back. He is the fire chief. And by the way, Tom, I have we have, and I got a couple cops along the main line too. My cousin Joe is a detective in Lower Marion, so you can at least enter Delco from that side, and Joe will provide you cover. Joe Hunsaker, he'll provide you cover, so I can get you down there. Now the area between there and Brynmar, you're going to just have to be on your own. Yeah, you have to be on your own. You have to find a way. Robin smuggles you in a trunk or something, or Luigi creates a distraction. Yeah. Not that he's known for that. But he could create some sort of a distraction that gets you through. And, and Bryn, Bryn Mawr, you're safe. No, I I'm safe. Bryn. Safe I know that. There. I'm hard more. I mean, <laughs> listen, I get all over the I get all over the Delaware Valley. I'm not just a guy who sits in my love, basement in South Philly. I wish I was up there to pose in the shroud because I'd love that too. I mean, I'm disgusted as a guy who, you know, and the Flyers organization fired me May 11th, 1988. Not that I hold a grudge. No, no, um, no. The day that Mike Keenan got fired, all because Tony and I told the story before. That the day Keenan was fired, Mike said to me, well, Paul Holmgren wants you to stick around. So if you want to stay with the organization, I understand it. And I think you should. And Mike wished me well. 
So I got called into a meeting, and I got told, well, Homer wants to keep you around, but uh, doing video and statistics, me and Leon Frederick back in the day for the coaching staff, but I was to have no further contact, according to Bobby Clark, with Mike Keenan. And I said, I can't do that. And, I, and he, Mike Keenan had become like a dad to me after my own dad had died. And I said, and he said, you cannot have any further contact with Mike Keenan. And I said, I can't do that. And he said, can't or won't. And I said, I can't. And he said, push the button on the phone. They had Ron Ryan's security individuals come and get me with two boxes, and I was out of the building. Wow. And I have uh, sort of wisdom, ill will ever since. Then, of course, and he went to Chicago, so and he's been successful everywhere yeah. he went. Yeah, exactly. And Keenan was – they would have had a Stanley Cup parade in Philly if Keenan had stayed. And remember, so I, I think the New York Rangers guys, will probably agree with you as well. Right, and in Chicago, they got to the Stanley Cup semifinals the first year, and they got to the Stanley Cup finals in year three. Exactly. So, I mean, there was like – you know, he, he won wherever he was, but Bobby Clark wasn't going to have that around. And to me, that organization, Tony, they're still living in the 70s. And the fact that they pandered, the fact that they cowered on this whole thing to me is disgraceful. It's absolutely a, a flat-out disgrace that they pandered to a, a song written by a civil rights leader. I know. On a comedic, in a comedic way that they pandered to it uh, to me is just disgraceful. And if the Flyers, anything that falls to the Flyers over this, they deserve the fallout. Because they still have a chance to fix it. They still got a chance to fix this and save face, but God tells me they won't. Well, no, because you can't put the statue back up. And I said this on Friday when I went off on them because the, the, the picture of the statue with the shroud on it made it even worse. Yes. Listen, if you want to it stop playing worse. God Bless America, whatever you want to do, if you want to disassociate yourself with a woman who's been dead since 1986 and, and cower to one guy with an agenda who's going to scare you and scare Comcast into basically doing whatever the hell he says or fear repercussions and protest marches and all that other crap, they should have taken the statue down immediately, not throw a rag over it, and then have the entire world and all the national newspapers posting that picture, making them look even worse. And then to do it in the middle of the night on Easter morning, in the darkness of night, and I went over there because I had a suspicion that they did this, and then they took the statue down. And there down. was. And I got to tell you, too, I'm a, little shocked. I'm a little shocked, too, because, you know, Comcast got that done at, what, 3 in the morning? They have trouble getting to my house at 3 in the afternoon hey. when they're scheduled to be there. Pretending <laughs> 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 that they be there at 3 in the morning. No, I'm I think you're bored. right. The guy that they hired to go cut it down was supposed to be there between midnight and 3, but because the bar, because the, the monster truck jam was, was, right. was, was that Lincoln Financial them. Field, they had to postpone it until 4.30 in the morning when all those rednecks and all the share hags were leaving the, the, oh. the facility. But they did get a $20 oh, statement credit, though. They did get a $20 statement credit for the inconvenience. They did. Yes, they, did. <laughs> <laughs> they gave you one month of Cinemax free, though. The no, guy no, who they, HBO, they well, can't do it. They can't do it. They can't do HBO. Well, even they, gave, they gave you some of Kate Smith's private films, which a lot of men haven't seen. I heard she was in snuff films back in the 20s also. That's coming out next week. Yeah, she snuffed out. Imagine. She helped us snuff out the Nazis. You know, the real Nazis. Oh, those bastards yes. who wanted to take over the world. Not the fake Nazis that people now see walking around. The ghosts of Nazis that are in all our neighborhoods. 
Ridiculous. This is incredible. This is an Antonio journalist like you being on the job. I mean, Jim Gardner, you know, Jim's had a great career at Channel 6, yes. but it pales in comparison to some of the work you've done over the years. Well, you know, all, I mean, it really does. Even, even NBC Sports Philly, which is like 250 feet away, they're, 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 they're right in the Comcast uh, in, in the Wells Fargo Center. They're afraid of the story. They didn't even go over there and shoot video. And I had no, the, the local the media was using my video. It's like, is that a bit, is that, is that hard? To, I guess they had too many people out shooting Easter egg hunts. And they couldn't go over there yeah, and, and do a follow-up on the damn statue being yeah, taken down. There's more people worried about what the Eagles are eating in the offseason. That's what they're worried about. Well, no doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, I mean, seriously, that's, that's, that's cowardly. I want to know if, uh, if, you know, there's maybe Howie Roseman drafts somebody in the seventh round to stand there. Until they put the statue back, <laughs> you never know. No, I know. I got you an idea. Know. Get Donald Pumphrey out there for the next. So, John, three years. actually, this is this is Tony's idea here. Go no, ahead. but let, let me. No, I told him about the idea standing okay. on the pedestal. How about like a better it. one? How about Donovan McNabb comes back to town and has all the Eagle players who can't stand him because he comes back to town where he goes on an interview with Zach Gelb, our good buddy. And you know, and, and here's the thing about McNabb. I want to get to this, and then I got the final question I got to ask you. You know, sure. McNabb was called and, and asked to do an interview, so he goes on. And you know this is the way McNabb is. It's not. It's not that he's has, is 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 dumb, and it's not that he's he was planning to say stupid stuff. He gets asked questions, and he gets put himself in a jam that people don't. He, people don't like. So when he, he was asked about Carson Wentz by Zach, he goes into the well. Right. You know, if he and, and what he said actually is legit. He said if 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 if, if Carson Wentz doesn't go to the NFC Championship game in the next two years, or gets hurt again, then the Eagles have to start thinking about getting another quarterback. And on, in essence, that's true. I mean, it's not like well, earth-shattering I news. About, I don't know. I don't mean right I mean, away. It, I don't it, mean it like this year. Of, I think he's the worst messenger of them all. Because the, the big key is this. In an interview, Donovan McNabb, he couldn't ad-lib a fart after a baked bean dinner. I mean, he cannot think on his feet, much like in the pocket of a big game. Oh, he, 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 just, he can't think on his feet. He can't come up with something. And then he always has to go back. I mean, there are rarely times. I've been doing this job, Tony, thanks to guys like you who helped launch my career. I've been doing this job now for like 28 years, something like that, 27 years. I've never once had to go, okay, well, I'm coming back on today to tell you what I meant to say yesterday. In all the years that I've done my shows, so, but Donovan McNabb has this happen over and over again. It's because he can't, he, he, at one plus one to him equals two. And then he tries to tell you that he did the wrong math. I think he says exactly what he thinks and then tries to retract, massage, do stuff like that. I didn't take offense at what he said. I just think he's a bad messenger for it. No doubt about it. No, and, and I'm not going to get into his past history because I, I, listen, right. I, I rooted for Donovan McNabb because I thought he was an amazing actor. I wanted him to win a sure. Super Bowl. That team should have gone to at least one Super Bowl and he had all oh, kinds yeah. of things around him. More, yeah. But you're right. Yeah. The thing about McNabb, and, and you know, we want to love Donovan McNabb. It's not because he's a black quarterback. I mean, Michael Vick came no, here you and, love and, him. and we rattled around him. The problem, Lane Johnson said this over the weekend. He said the thing that he doesn't like about McNabb doing this stuff, he can say whatever he wants. He's, nobody's denying him the right. Is that when he comes back to the city and he comes down to the uh, uh, training camp or he comes to a game on the sidelines, and then he's down there glad-handing all these guys, including Carson Wentz. Yes. You know, and, and Carson Wentz knows that McNabb's the greatest quarterback statistically in the franchise history for a guy who didn't win anything. But it, the problem is, is that McNabb can't let it go. It's always got to be – I don't even know if it's a cheap shot. I just don't think he thinks it through – and to, to go out and then start saying, either. you know, that, well, Carson Wentz, if he gets hurt and he can't get a championship game, they're going to move on in a couple of years. No shit. That's what teams do. 
but but, the, but exactly. it's, it's, it's just the whole thing of like then he comes here this is what Lane Johnson said and then Freddie Mitchell jumped on and piled on too we just saw Freddie last week and he jumped on and said that's the problem with McNabb he wants everybody to think to love him and then he comes here and shakes hands of guys that he's disrespecting because he wants to be considered the greatest of all time and he doesn't want to see to some people Carson Wentz succeed which is ridiculous and I, I- I think he wants to see Carson succeed, but I just think he, but I think he's just, um, again, I don't think he articulates well. I don't think he puts his thoughts together well. And, and I think it, I think it sunk his broadcasting career too, honestly. Yeah, no I think doubt. that's part of what that didn't hurt. And you know, he's an affable guy when you meet him. He's not a bad person. He is. He's affable. Yeah. You know, he had, no. you had all these gigs. He was a great quarterback in the city. People rooted for him every single day, every single Sunday. He was the hope. And so it wasn't that people were against him because of his color. or No. It, it, they weren't. They wanted him to win. Tony, Michael Vick still, and I've run into Mike quite a few times down here in Atlanta, Michael still talks about the fact how much he loved his time with the Eagles. And everybody warned him about Philly, and everybody told him what Philly was going to be like. Michael loved his time in Philly, loved the fans, loved the community, loved He said it was everything opposite of what he was told. Jeff Francoeur, Braves broadcaster, yep. former Philly and Brave. Jeff says it. When he, got, when he was going to be a Philly, everybody in Atlanta had warned him, oh, you know Philly, you know Philly. Jeff and his wife and family, they loved living in Philly. Mm-hmm. They loved it. No, Enjoyed because, it so much. Because he he's said, the kind of guy. There, they understood it. And, and he's the kind of guy because he, he worked hard, you know, he played hard. Yes. They embraced that in this town. You know that. You're from Correct. here. They, Correct. Embra- That's they, they, they embrace guys who are not superstars, who go out there and overperform yet are very critical of superstars who don't perform. That's the way Correct. it is. You want, you want somebody who's right. supposed to be the best guy to play hard. That's all. It's not a, you don't have to win always, a championship every year. Oh, Go out there and play hard. Actually, I actually have audio from Jeff it's the way it was. It's the way it was in the 70s. It's the way it is in 2019. Exactly. It really is, it's been passed down. It's the and, way it is. And by the way, I, when, Frenchie, when, when Bryce Harper picked number three, I actually tweeted. I said, now, I said, now I'm going to have to go – Poor, I said, poor Jeff Francoeur. I'm going to give up. Yeah, he answered me. I wrote, Jeff, now, Jeff, what am I going to do? Well, at least I need to save money because times are tough. I'm just going to put Harper over my Jeff Francoeur <laughs> jersey. Is that okay, Jeff? And he said, yeah, go well, for it. <laughs> well, Jeff's, uh, Jeff's on my show every Tuesday in Atlanta. So we'll, we'll have to get him on your show. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure we uh, get him on your show, absolutely. too. Absolutely. Love him. He loves him some Tony Bruno. You know who else? I, Tony I, Bruno. I found out from Kevin McAlpin, who was one of my producers over at uh, 97.5. And, and we love him. We yeah, love him. He's at, down in Atlanta uh, doing the Braves. 680 The Fan, where John Kincaid is on noon to three every day. Yeah. The Buck and Kincaid Show. And I didn't know this, but so when he was in Atlanta... Kevin McAlpin doing some stuff with the with the with the Braves and, and Phil Gosselin was there. I had never met the yes. young man, and so he says to me, "Hey, guess what? I got uh, Phil uh, Phil Gosselin here, and he's a big fan of the show. In fact, when he when he, when I introduced yes. myself to him, he said, "Oh, hey, what up, McAlpins?" So he actually listened to, to when Jose would call in and say, "What up, Kevin McAlpins?" And and uh, Phil Gosselin said, "Hey, you know, he loved the show. He loved Philly sports radio because he grew up here." And he loved the correct. And so when I when uh, I talked to him on the phone, and then he started following me on Twitter, I followed him back. And so when he became a Philly, obviously I was excited for him. And he had a pretty did pretty darn good weekend in Colorado. Glad to see it. Glad to see it because he's a great great young man. Even for a Malvern stuck up brat. Exactly. Really, really hate those really rich good. elitists. Not I know like that. Harrikits, yes. By the way, one last thing. So I'm watching the NBA yeah. on TNT, and I know this you and This is actually Sha- why we called you because Tony was ripping you on air, and I thought I it didn't was rip only- him. I, I was. Yes, I was, you were. No, I wasn't. 
I was I was suggesting that there's perhaps a reason why Shaquille O'Neal was playing rim shots on the NBA on TNT yesterday. I didn't rip John. That's what I'm saying. You were Shaq, saying Shaq's reaching down. I said I think I know why Shaq has a soundboard now on the NBA on TNT because I didn't know this. I love the, that you from the big podcast with Shaq. We do uh, we do have quite a few sound effects and things like that. And I mean, and Tony, look, I mean, that's one of the greatest joys of my career is that I've been able to introduce America to a guy named Shaquille O'Neal who had gotten very little exposure. And I was able to bring my brand to leverage his to be able to help him get a few more endorsements and things like that. Because, you know, you taught me you taught me back that back in the day, you know, that a a rising tide gets every every boat floats. And for this kid named Shaq, who really America hadn't gotten to know, know, I'm glad just to be able to every week raise his exposure a little bit. So now you were, you were doing the Shaq podcast. Now, I, I, you got, I actually it. had a Shaquille O'Neal sneaker that I got from him in L.A., but he never got yep. to sign it for me. So I sent it down to you, uh, shipped it down. Shaq signed it and sent it back to me. But, I, you know, when you have He's one of best. Shaq's shoes, you have to have it signed, right? And he did that. Very, yes. and Shaq's a and great he guy. Is a, and he's also a Tony Bruno fan. No, I love now, Shaq. He's a, but, he, he's, but he's a big fan back from the show in L.A., best damn sports show with you yeah so like he he is like that's where his tony bruno exposure comes from we all have some level of exposure it's like three mile island in the exactly. late 70s exactly. we all have some or level like of luigi exposure on a saturday night or like luigi on a saturday <laughs> night on pass Young avenue at the, at the uh mexican canteen exactly. yeah and then there's here's me walking on the radio row Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> there it is <laughs> and shaq shaq a tony bruno fan so that's great yes well, we're 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 always – yeah, he does. He likes those – we we do a lot of comedy on the show. Everybody always says – like everybody who tunes into the podcast says all the time, well, you guys don't talk a lot of NBA because we talk <laughs> stupid crap. We that's talk we about do. stupid fun stuff. Well, and, you have to do us a favor, And that's what it's all John. about. And he loves doing it. John, that? you have to do us a favor. So, so what we should do then is if you can ask Shaq when when he does another show, uh, the big show, and, and has time to have Tony on – so that uh, one, they can do the mutual love thing because they always do that. But um, oh yeah, and and, also and I can that- try to get him a couple more endorsement deals because I don't think Shaq has enough. I do. Commercial- I don't I, think I, he has enough. I think he's and, under. And Tony, he's underappreciated. Having, having just having just ten percent of the gate of our podcast is just killing me financially. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do the Cataldi thing. He's going to buy me the house in Sea Isle for when I move back north sometime. Oh. So it's like you know just. Shaq, just keep uh, you know keep the endorsements coming, Shaq. We need them. No, it's funny because on the yeah. NBA on TNT, they don't talk about basketball either. That's why it's a great show. No, no they, they don't. No, they and do, but they do. That's fun. what makes it you have, fun. But you yeah. have fun, and and that's the way it keeps it fun. We'll definitely make that happen a little bit later on. Well, I think it would be funny that they could have the dueling soundboards. They could see you know they could p- compare soundboards to see which ones they have and which ones are the same. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, Robin Tony is one of the oldest children in America. And Shaquille O'Neal rivals him. Oh, yes. They're, they're like two fifth graders in the back of the room that's just waiting to see which one's getting sent to the principal's office first, let's be honest. Yeah, he's impossible. Shaq is spirits. impossible. To, he's one of those guys. There's few guys in, in, in sports or anywhere that's impossible to dislike. I mean, even when he was he's with the Lakers, you, it was hard to root against Shaq. You know, and, 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 and Charles, most, Charles is like that, too. Charles is – that's why that show and Ernie Johnson, I mean, that's the best – Sports and pre or post game show. I said that in, the other night. In, 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 I've been saying it for you, years. And well, I tell you that, that that's why Ernie gets the Emmy all the time. And yep. I tell you too is that um, is one of the things with it is that they'll go 
you know, Shaq will crank call my 90-year-old mom down at Drexel Line Apartments. You know, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq had never met a white Jamaican till he met my wife. And he said, you can't be Jamaican, you're white. And she goes, Shaq, there are white people in Jamaica. You didn't know. So he crank calls her trying to pretend to be all these different accents. And she dog cusses them out in her in a Jamaican patois. Did so she tell it, him she was make, Jamaican him crazy he, or what? Clown. No, I love Shaq. What did you say? I said he's we, awesome. He loves she, you, too. You know what's amazing we'll about Shaq, though, on that show last thing is that he's 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 completely he's so low key on the show. You notice he like sits oh, yeah. back, but he and Charles, I mean, they're tackling each other during breaks. I mean, that's what that's what, what sports entertainment's supposed to be at. Everything's low key except at, for his his uh, jacket, his outfits. Except the, for the jacket, yes. Which, by the way, he sells at J.C. Penney. Exactly. That gold and, Lame you know, thing from things. last so, night. I mean, it's awesome. everything is always. Look, I've even learned it. Bread, it butters my bread too, baby. I can. I know every single one. You want a great rate from the general? I can rattle them all up. Absolutely, that time, man. So. No, he's on every. I Tony mean, Shaq, and I, he's great. He's, that he's mutual, 